some, uh, some stuff today. We're going to talk about Patel Patriot and the moonwalk back from Devolution and COG. Um, we've got a guest on, and we're going to just talk about some stuff today. Let me get the party started. <laughs> With a piece in my hand and bloodshot eyes, I walk to the water for a last goodbye. He begged so much, it clouded my mind. One thing's clear, the man's gotta die. Man makes right, so he said, when he held all the keys over our head. I lived in that grip, but now he'll learn at the end with the tables turned. Lord, forgive me Take me on Down the river where the guilt can't find A red and a sinner On Where the grave can't cry Cause I done wrong Down the river with a hand on a colt And a finger on the trigger And before dawn they try to find By the river bank, caught a boat sap, took off like a hurricane. With spotlights, dogs, hit the whole nine yards. I'm breathing down my neck and breathing hard. Two weeks in a wild chase across the highways, mountains over seven states. Found a man at the harbor, said that he could take me across the ocean somewhere far away. Lord, forgive me. Me on down the river where the kids can't find the red hand to center. Jumping up the ledge, but not before I catch you to the chest. Now there's blood and water filling up my lungs. Blood and water filling up my lungs. My heart is beating like a fading drum. Lord, forgive me, here I come. Take me
gonna slide on in. There we go. All right. Let me stop that. So we got a good show today. I was we were able to finally snag uh, the co-host here, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. First, let me bring in Cam, and let me unmute him, and you are now unmuted. Say something. Hello, hello. All right. So basically, um, here, here's what we got going on, and we're, we're fine-tuning this here a little bit, just so everybody knows, but... Uh, what we're basically going to be doing is we're going to be doing a show together and that's going to be over on a new channel. So if yeah, the new channel will be on my uh, channel page on this channel. So if you're not looking, it's not going to be trucking. It's going to be, mo- you know, a different type political and, and reaction and just kind of talking about, you know, stuff. If you're not interested, you don't have to, talk, you know, you don't have Can to I add something, something here. No, it, it, <laughs> it almost seems like we realized there's a there's an important place for logistics and geopolitical issues. Yeah, and we need to put the original Sage Outcast back, and we need to do something in addition elsewhere. And right? Sure you fix your echo. Keep talking. Oh, 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 I'm echoing. I'm echoing. Let me try it one more time. You got now? Say something. I'm here. You probably got it. Sounds better. Okay, I got it now. All right, perfect. Okay. So go ahead. But uh, no, I was basically asking you. I think that's what you finally came to is we need to keep Sage Outcast as what it always has been, and then we can do other things elsewhere. Yeah, and and that's you know. that's what we, like I said. My Sage will be like logistics and things like that, and that's kind of you know it, it makes life easier. Um, and then this is completely different. But I'm gonna be so this video is not gonna stay up on Sage Outcast. It will be downloaded, um, and then I will upload it. Um, and then going forward, all of these videos will be live over on the Elysium Outcast. Uh, so let me do this real quick here. Um, let me drop this screen. And this is basically it right here. It's Elysium Outcast. Um, and like I said, down at the bottom of my channel on the, under featured channels on my Sage Outcast, there will be a link for this one. So if you don't, you know, if you can't find it, you, it'll, I'll post it in my community page plus everything else. But again, it's not for trucking. If you're not looking in, if you're not interested, you don't have to subscribe. That's cool. Makes life easier. Uh, but if you are interested in some of the stuff in, in, in regards to politics and reaction and, and different type of videos, then this is, that's definitely going to be a good channel for you, a channel for you to listen to. All right. So now that that announcement is out um, and gone, this is going to be, see, I was going to do a show today and then Cam called me. I'm like, Hey, uh, I was about to do a show. What are you doing? He's like, well, I can go live. I'm like, all right, go in your, go in the office and set up your computer. So he's rocking and rolling. Um, how are you liking the Not to, not to the degree I want to, but like, I mean, we can, I can slap a live together. Like I was telling you, I need to get my, everything set back up the way I used to and even better with better cameras and stuff. But for now, Hey, yeah. Yeah. So how, <laughs> how are you liking the new office? I like it. I, you know, life's busy. I haven't had time to really sit in here for a, a long period of time yet. Yeah. But it is. It's kind of, well, I told you I'm waiting on one of those uh, Envy heaters, you know, the really uh, energy efficient. Yeah. Because uh, we're winter here in southern Indiana. But other than that, it's nice. It's plenty of room. Uh, I think there's a couple things I want to fine tweak, like where the monitors are and things like that. But other than that, yeah, it's quiet. Uh, it needs to be soundproof to a degree, like for musical, sound, you know, sound. Um, but yeah, I'll do that in time. But yeah, I like it. It's uh, a quiet space now. Yeah. 
Give me um real quick check, real quick. Go into your um, StreamYard. Make sure echo cancellation is on. I just want to see if you have that. Should be StreamYard. It's on. Yeah. All right. Click it off for a second. How's that? Now go ahead and say something. Check, check, check. Is it better? Yeah. Let's try that. Let's go. Let's try that. So I think it was we, we don't go live very often. I think last time we ran into the same problem, and it was turn off the settings that they automatically turn on for you. Yeah, I think, and yeah. and uh, we'll tweak this. Like I said, we just jumped into this. This is kind of a test run, so yeah. we'll, we'll get it all tweaked real quick um, afterwards. So, and even right there, just before this whole thing thing, I got a, a work phone call. So we were talking prior to this, and I wanted I was going to cover. I'm going to cover. Um, Patel Patriot and Patel Patriot and them had a, a video over on Badlands Media. And I, I think the problem I'm having with people is if you if you go against their opinion, if you go against what they feel their narrative is, you're you're a hater. You're considered a hater, mm-hmm. right? It, it's nothing to do with the fact that, well, wait a minute. Um, no, I'm just going against your opinion. Um, and I can bat, you know, I'm, I'm willing to debate that opinion. I'm willing to go back and forth with you. I'm willing to have a conversation. I'm willing to show you, you know, whatever evidence I can bring. But the minute you go against the narrative and you bring attention to something that they, that let's say they're saying that you can, you know, say, well, that's not true. Or I disagree with that. You're immediately a hater. You're just a hater. Like I got to the point now where um, there's another guy in Badlands Media that I'm, I'm, I we go back and forth on Twitter, and his name's Chris Paul, right? So Chris Paul, two first names, that's like a psyop right there. Um, mm. it, Chris Paul, the minute you go, although all Chris Paul does is go against other politicians, right, or go against other people, or go against Ben Shapiro, or go against Candace Owens, all he does is call them out. The minute I call Chris Paul out, I'm a stalker. Isn't that weird? Isn't that? I mean, it's 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 like hello hypocrisy. Um, you the minute I somebody pushes against your narrative as a public figure, you're a stalker or a hater. But when they do it, they're just pushing against the narrative, right? Somebody was just talking about that. I do believe it was Tim Tim Pool. Where we need to have open discourse, like it's yeah. good. It's, it's, it's a, a good, good thing. thing. We need to stop it. But I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I, if the, like most in the middle, maybe left, a little bit conservative, the whole Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens thing is just another example of the Daily Wire, Stephen Crowder thing, which just makes us look bad in general. But yeah, I know what you're saying. You get, the, the sli- you veer slightly <laughs> off of their path or what they think is the and you're their path. Or you're j- you might as well be far left. You're the bad guy. You're j- you might as well be far left. Or- yeah. Yeah, so I, your audio broke up there. I'm gonna have to figure. I'm gonna have to figure out the audio thing, but I, uh, I have. We're actually coming through Streamyard for audio, which I might have another way to do it later. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was the biggest one of the biggest problems I'm starting to have because nobody can call out the alternative news, right? They're supposed to be the truth tellers. They're supposed to be the ones. They're supposed to be the people that are like, hey, you know, we're the actually the ones telling the truth, and we're leading the charge, and we're the tip of the spear, and 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 look at us. And then when you call them out, you say, well, wait a minute, that's that's not exactly true. Um, let me prove this to you. They're like, hater, hater. Hater, and it's like, no, bro, stalker, stalker. What is wrong with you? What are you? What are you stupid? 
Um, and I think that that's, this is a, a big issue with that. And I brought up a topic too, and we were just talking about, and before I go into the um, John uh, Patel Patriot video, everybody right now is saying nobody wants to get their kids drafted to go to war for Israel or Ukraine, right? Nobody wants to have their kids drafted to go to fight another foreign war. Nobody wants um, the government to put them into that situation. And so my question is, and I challenge anybody, I challenge anybody, CanCon, uh, Chris Paul, John, the, the other knucklehead over there, the, I can't remember his name right now. If that's the case, right now they're saying that if a foreign entity, and I agree with this, if a foreign entity came in and legitimately interfered in our elections, okay? Hypothetically speaking, hypothetically speaking, just just stay with me on this, all right? A foreign entity comes over and interferes in our election. That They're saying that that's an act of war, okay? Now, I don't think anybody would disagree with that statement, okay? Let's say you had two people running. Let's say uh, Newsom and Trump. And this is where people's brains break, okay? And I'm, so you, this is a hypothetical, so don't, don't say that would never happen, okay? You can't say that. Let's, let's pretend with me. So Newsom, Trump wins the election, and it's actually evident that China interfered because they would rather have Trump than Newsom. Just pretend with me. Newsom comes forward and says, hey, we've looked into this. Here's the proof that China interfered in our election. Win or lose, would, you, would they be willing to go to war over that? Like if Newsom should have been the right president that was actually voted in, would they go to war for Newsom? Even though it's, it was, there was, like there was election interference. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this question to people, and, and they won't reply because it'll break their brains in half. But mm-hmm. if, if election interference is an act of war, it doesn't matter who wins or loses. You would still, it, you would still have to commence some type of war if that was the case. Right. What, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. It doesn't matter which, which party or whatever. If, if it's an act of war, it's an act of Yeah. I mean, but they would break. Well, what, what do you think they would say? Would they? I mean, if would they? Would they be willing to put their kids to war for that? Are you, are you talking, talking about the Democrats? Democrats? Either one, like the Republicans. So if the Republicans that right now are saying that there was interference in the pick your politician day, okay, for for Trump and Biden, there was there was a, a, a election interference, right, from a foreign body. They're saying that. Can I break this down like in a common man way? Because this is what I told you on the phone before we spoke, yeah. or, or before. If you're talking about would the Republicans be willing, if it were a Democrat running for office, I no. And I'm just I'm saying this for you can see the divide, right? You've yeah. seen it. You what works for us, you know, doesn't work for you, vice versa. Would the Democrats be willing to send their kids in a draft into a conflict because there was interference in an election if it was a Democrat on the ballot that it affected? I would say yeah. 
I would say that the people are so is polarized. The right word. I, they're they're so are they're so. I don't know the word you say. Is, is it brainwashed or is it just so emotionally charged that if it affects their belief, yes, they'd be willing to sacrifice their own children. Am I allowed to say that? But yeah, they're they're willing to. Yeah, I'll send my kids to war for Trump. Yeah, I, I um, but no, I don't think. No, yeah, in a simple way, no, I don't think Democrats would do it for Trump, and I don't think Republicans would do it for a Democrat. So, it, so the fact that there's pick your politician foreign interference in a pick your politician day, we're only we're only deciding to go to war over that. It's only a, 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 a an act of war if your guy wins. And right, that's what I'm saying, and I think that you know, I, I, I truly believe. Not to interrupt, but I truly believe that American politics has gotten that bad. Society's gotten that bad. I think, yeah. Yeah, see, I see that as, as, I see that as a problem. Oh, it is. Let me see if I can adjust your echo here one second. All right, say something. I apologize. No, go ahead, talk. I'm, I'm, check, 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 check. check. You know, one more time. Hello, 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 hello. No, that's worse. All right, I'll have to, fix, I'll have to figure that out. I can figure that out. Just not going to happen today. All right. How bad is it? It's not bad, just a little bit. And, and at least it's oh. not much of an echo. It's just, it sounds like simultaneous talking. So it's not that much. Okay, how's that? Is that better? Maybe a little. Okay, how's, how's that? Is that, that a lot better? better? It sounds better, better, better on my end. That's worse. Oh, okay. okay. Well, Go back well, to the way it was. Okay. okay. All right. But anyway, yeah. That's just my That's opinion. just my opinion, though. Yeah, and, and I just, I think, so that's one of the things I wanted to ask them, and like I said, look, I think the problem is, is that you'll throw this stuff out there, I'll put, you know, I'll put the, they won't, like, I'll push back and say, hey, um, I'm willing to debate you on these topics, I'm willing to go have conversations with you on these topics, but when they run into somebody that can actually push back, and actually, you know, to a point that they can't answer the questions, they just run away. Like MAGA, oh, we're MAGA, we're made, we're this, we're strong, we, you know, we won't run. And then I say, well, I got a couple questions. And they're like, we're out of here, run away, run away, <laughs> run away. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, bro. I mean, what in the hell? It just happened here to your strong movement who won't even, you know, somebody that's willing to say, well, I, I have some questions in regards to what you're saying. I have some questions in regards to, you know, oh, some of the stupidity that some of your movement is saying, um, like, what is Make America Great Again? Like, what does that actually consist of? What is the movement, right? Like, what is it? What, what's, your, what's, your, what's your policies? Well, we spoke, well, we spoke about, about this before, before too, right? too, right? I think, I think and both, both sides, sides are fighting, fighting for, their, for their, own their own dictatorship. Let me see one more time here. Oh, this is killing me. The sound is killing me. Go ahead. Say something. See what happens when we don't touch nothing. throw a string together. Yeah, throw don't touch nothing. Together. Don't touch nothing. I think I got it. Close enough. Okay. All right. And 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 I think that is that's the problem. Like I said, what are the policies? Is it? And I hear the same policies. Well, let's bring all manufacturing back. Well, who fills the jobs for that? Mm-hmm. Where do you get the people to fill all of the manufacturing jobs? We don't have that. Many, we don't have enough people. Right, and, and and then 
okay, we bring all of it back. What's the inflationary aspect of that? Because you have an inflationary aspect of bringing all manufacturing back because you have to build manufacturing plants. You have to, you know, um, put the people into the, into those plants. You have to, um, train them to do this. So that means they need more money. And, and so now you have an inflationary aspect of bringing all manufacturing back. Right. Mm. How do you handle that? <laughs> well, I don't know. Right. And so what's, I, what's, 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 what's funny about this is I was just watching the, the Senate hearings on the GSA. Mm -hmm. They can't, they're talking about shutting down. Don't, uh, they like over 70% of their locations because they don't have workers. Nobody's working. We have these federal buildings open, nobody in them. But we're paying billions of dollars a year to keep them running. Yeah. And so where, where do we get people to work in the manufacturing plants? Well, if you don't have people willing to work, you don't. Close the borders, which I'm not in favor of completely open borders. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I, when you don't know who else is coming over, right? But close the borders. Yeah. Don't let people in and bring all the manufacturing back. I get, unless you're having four or five kids, um, you're not helping the situation because we need more people, right? So if mm -hmm. you're if you're now married and and you're not having you don't plan on ha having any kids, well, I'm not bringing any kids into this world. Well, you're not helping the manufacturing problem because you're not having kids to help push the manufacturing coming back here, right? So you got to have kids. People have got to have kids to do this. But I I hear it all the time that a lot of people are like, well, I'm not having kids to bring them in this, and it's like, okay, well then you're not you're not assisting the situation, right? So I, I just don't know what the MAGA is. And all I hear is drain the swamp. And and I think my other question is, we got to get rid of all the corruption. That's never going to happen. No. That's never going to happen. It, it, it's, I don't want to get into 2A, but it's the same in every issue, right? Yeah. How do we get rid of people with evil intent? Well, we take away... Um, the projectile or the gun or spoons make people fat, right? Right. Um, you're never going to get rid of the corruption. You're never going to get rid of the, the bad intent. It's not going to happen. I mean, corruption is all over the world, and it's been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. So, so uh, who thinks that you're just going to drain the swamp, uh, swamp of everybody that you believe is corrupt? I mean, some are, obviously, but everybody you believe is corrupt. And, and the, so the question is, is, and is that the president's job? Just to start tossing people out, and be, I mean, where we have trials and stuff too, right? Aren't we innocent until proven guilty? So then we have to have a bunch of trials, and then I don't know, I don't know. I just there's a lot of questions, and it doesn't seem like anybody. Um, I'm, just, I mean, I'm just a nobody here on a microphone, right? So I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But the people that are out there spewing some of this stuff, um, I have serious questions, and when and they're like, hey, um. I'm going to see him in a sec. I have serious questions, and I'm like, "Hey, I'll, I, I'd like to ask you or debate you or, or talk about this." And the minute they do, is they just, you know, they run away. And I don't know what it like. If you can't defend your statements to somebody who's, you know, smarter than you, let's just say, or equally as smart, or equally diverse in a certain situate thing as you, then. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you're, I think you got it. I think it's your problem, right? Because if you're going to be on, and that's where I probably, I have, if you're going to be calling yourself a news media and you're, you're going to be out there pushing information and you're going to say, this is what's going on. And then somebody can get on here and say, no, that's not what's going on. Here's the proof that it's not going on. 
they just ignore you, well, then y- you are now a problem. You are now part of the problem that we have, right? So, and I think this is where, like I said, for, for at least for me, for Elysium Outcast, it's going to be calling out some of the people that say, hey, we're the true tellers of the media, and we're going to tell the truth, and the government's all bad, and, and this is, you know, what we're going to do. I'm going to have to call them out. I'm going to have to come forth and say, well, that's that's not true because here's the fact of that, right? And I just think that it's 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 a major topic. It's a major problem. And we've talked about this before. I don't think there's a fast fix to it. I think it's generational. Um, you said something about kids. It's funny you say that. Um, Tim Pool again mentioned... But the problem with America, and I'm sorry to get into it, um, a controversial topic, but we're teaching Americans that basically having children is bad. Like, don't have kids, you know. Uh, don't leave any carbon footprint. Meanwhile, in China and all these other co- uh, uh, countries that are a threat to us as far as producing goods, all this, they're having kids at record number. Right. They're teaching their, kid, their kids a moral compass. Maybe different from ours, but they're instilling love of country, uh, their, their faith, work hard, go to school. What are we doing? We're having less and less kids. Yeah. We have blue-haired people running around screaming, America sucks. So the question is, is how do we get people to take these jobs in manufacturing? I don't know. The only place they want to work is Starbucks. Yeah. They don't have the desire to take a trade, make America better, because they don't want America better. (laughs) It's going to take time. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, even to the point now where it's like, I don't, I don't know. Um, People don't want to join the military, right? Kids are like, I'm not going to join the military and be sent to war. Well, that's kind of what the military does. So if you don't want to go to war... Well, I, right. I, then don't join the military in the first place. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't be saying, "Well, I want to go to. I want to join the military, but I don't want to go to war." Well, that's a. Well, here's another point, Sage. Not there. Yeah. In the eighties. Yeah. Every little kid wanted to be a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Absolutely. We loved our GI Joes. We wanted to be heroes. Yeah. Now that's condemned. Right. When, when you know, so. I don't know, man. It's been a. What would you call that? A conditioning over the past 20 years. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to... Um, yeah, I know I got a reverb. Let me check. Uh, no, it's not that one. I know he's got a reverb. We're working on that. So we just might have to deal with that on this one, and uh, it'll be fixed. But you, you, you can... I don't know where your reverb is, because you got nothing open on your end, right? On the stream or anything? No, because I can't hear me. So I only... No, I, all I have is stream yard. Okay, so there's absolutely no way to, and there's nothing Video to do. Oh, check Ninja's volume. Check Ninja's audio. Is that muted? No, it's not. How's that? That's okay. better now. There it is. You forgot to mute Ninja. <laughs> All right. We got okay. that fixed. Hey, okay. we're good. We're good now. All right. Now we're good. That's what it was. Uh, okay, so we use a, I use a, to bring his camera in, I use a software called Ninja. Um, and that also has an audio, which he left on. He forgot to mute it. So now My bad. Yeah, now he's good. I, I couldn't figure it out on my end. I'm like, what the hell? He just forgot. All right. You should but I think it's generational. I think it's going to take years Yeah. for 
parents like me to teach my daughters and my son that that work ethic and and hard work and and having a moral compass is very important love for your country um I may be wrong, Sage, but I think that that's what it's going to take to reinstill the baby boomer mindset, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, we got a bunch of people that don't want to work. Um, yeah, and I, I think the other problem, too, is that we have, like, I don't know. I put myself in the position that, look, look I am not a Joe Biden fan, right? Um, I, I don't believe he, he should be president, um, not because he wasn't elected in. I'm throwing that out the window. This is just even if he fully was 100 percent legitimately voted in. OK, let's just pretend he's he's got he's he's senile. Right. It's at a point now where it's he's there's definitely um, some issue with age with him. Right. And being able to process information now. That being said, I hear this all the time that it's like, well, he's not the one making all the decisions. Well, no president makes all of the decisions, right? I mean, there are tons of people underneath that make decisions. Uh, The president oversees them, but he's not sitting in in every single decision making situation with in the whole United States all the time. Right. Um, There's even Trump. Trump was not in charge of logistics. He was not making the logistical problem, the logistical decisions in regards to trucking and in regards to how to handle things. Because if he was, he should have been pulled out because when, when the vid hit, there was things that could have been done that weren't being done. And, but I'm not going to blame Trump for that, for not making those decisions. Right. So when it went, when you're a president or a politician, you don't know everything. You don't even understand everything. So there are people out there whose job it is. And this is why the power of a think tanks, think tanks are extremely powerful um, in, in, in the industry, right? They are people who do know a specific topic, multiple people who then take this information uh, study it and put it together and then present that information either to Congress or to politicians and, and to things like that in regards to, you know, uh, counterterrorism, logistics, um, industry, economics. Like, obviously, you know, Trump is not a Ph.D. in all of the categories of, of, a, of a college, right? So you put a think tank together who then basically says, hey, we're looking at possibly sanctioning China. What are the repercussions of that? What is the, the logistical repercussions of that? What's the financial repercussions of that? And people get together in these think tanks and they put this stuff together and then they present that information, right? So, and then it's overseen by people that look at it and say, okay, this is probably our best scenario. This is probably the idea we want to make. And then things are eventually brought to the president, right? It's not something that, so when, when people are like, well, he's not making all the decisions. No, no president makes all of the decisions, right? They just mm-hmm. don't. I mean, states make some of their own decisions. That's why we have governors and mayors and, and you know, all the way up. You have a secretary of state. We have a lot of different positions that are handling things to in regards that it's, it's supposed to be handled, right? I mean, what what is the job of the president? What's his actual job? And his actual job is is not to it, it technically drain the swamp, right? Because if so, you know, it, it's it, it you know, as a law chief head of law enforcement type stuff, it's not his thing to 
go after. It's not no presidents should be going after. Now, of course, everybody's like, well, Obama did this. But yeah, and it wasn't right for them to do it. And it's not right for Trump to do it. Right. Right. I mean, he, he needs to be. He needs to be doing what a president should be doing, trade, border, military, things like that. But he, in regards to micromanaging every aspect of society, no, I don't want that. That's a dictator. I don't want that. Right? I, I, and, and this is, you know, some of the problems I have. And this is where we get a lot of this from some of the, the let's say, the right um, and the the aspects of, like, you know, uh, devolution and uh, continuity in government and Trump's still in charge and Trump's the commander in chief and he's in charge of the military and he's in charge of this wrong. He's not, he's not. I mean, he's, he's an ex president. Now I'm not going to say that they're not going to, I mean, this happens all the time that somebody's not going to come to him and say, Hey, um, you know, what's your opinion on this? But they still go to Obama and probably ask his opinion on certain things that he handled. Right. I mean, I think it's normal practice. Yeah. I mean, you could still go to Clinton and ask, Hey, your opinion on this, you know, what's your opinion on this? And this is why presidents, you know, and people that used to be in the system in regards to, um, you know, any type of leaders leave and go to think tanks and go Hmm. to, um, firms that they can, you know, study this stuff and still give their opinion on things. This is normal. And I think the problem is, is that this is where my frustration lies. And like I said, and one of the reasons I call uh, Federal Reserve is in charge. Um, in charge of what? In charge of what, Yukon? I mean, in charge of the country? No, they're not in charge of the country. The Federal Reserve is not in charge of the country, right? I like the name, though. Silver and gold, baby. Oh, the Yukon? Cornelius? Yukon Cornelius? From the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Is that what it's from? I have no idea. Actually, I have no he's, idea. The, he's the miner. Is he? Arr! So it, yeah, and and I think this is where, like I said, when I started to 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 look at you know some of the alternative media and some of the stuff on Rumble and some of the people, the truthers and the QAnons and the stuff like that, um, and then they those people turned into the new alternative media. It's like, well, wait a minute, what the hell are you talking about? Some of the stuff that they were saying. Uh, was just crazy. So I, I came on to basically talk. So we're kind of in this. So let, I'm going to go ahead and let me turn off this here. And I have my back screen. So I'm going to go ahead and play some of this is uh, Patel Patriot. Um, and this is he's a part of Badlands Media. OK, and Badlands Media has like CanCon um, and then they have Chris Paul and they have stuff like this and they're over on Rumble and, and CanCon and, and does it did a lot with the election stuff. He got tossed out of YouTube, uh, out of um, YouTube and did over on Rumble and things like that. But my pro- the problem is, is that w- there is some major confusion in regards to the fact in, in, in who's in charge and things like that. And. It is becoming very damaging to the country, very damaging in regards to the information. Like there are times I, I've actually asked people right there. I'm like, what, what, what if Trump doesn't run? What happens if Trump gets in, you know, it gets in trouble, one of these things and he cannot run for president. Well, that won't happen. No, but, but pretend that he, you know, let's say he couldn't run or he didn't want to run. Oh, that won't happen. No, no. Let's say Trump's not going to run. Well, that won't happen. It's like the, it, it's a broken brain situation, right? Like 
they can't even process, they can't even pretend that that's not going to happen. And it's like, well, why? I mean, you can't even open yourself up to a possibility of something and think and critically think in, in any way. You are literally brainwashed to, the, to, to something that you can't even imagine it not happening. I mean, do you see that? And it's dangerous. I'm just, does this guy drive a Model T? It's a good possibility. I have to ask him. I can shoot him a message. That's a beautiful mustache. Is it? Is that what that is? Yeah. You should see uh, Yukon's. Ah, actually, Yukon's, uh, uh, he, uh, he's over in the, in the in the trucking drama. But I wanted to play this because now what's happening is Flynn recently came out. Mike Flynn, the General Mike Flynn, basically came out and said QAnon is a PSYOP. It's crap. It's not true. The military's not in charge. It, 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 that's not the case. It's not their job. They took, an, uh, they took an oath, like I took an oath, to protect the Constitution, which means that I am not in charge. The Constitution says that there's a president, whoever that president might be, I am, and that's, that's what the military does, right? They're not, they take orders, um, and... That's the job of the military, right? No, there's no 400 generals in charge of the country. That's not the case. That's not their job. They're not going to give up their pension. They're not going to give up their 10 years as a general. They're not going to surrender their stars um, and be put into that because that's not what they signed up to do. They signed up to be a general in the military and take orders from whoever they're, you know, obviously the president down, depending on which branch they're in. That was a great comment, Ben Lago. People uh, do operate more on emotion. They do. They do, and I, I guess I'm, I'm more of a logic person that says, okay, let me break this down and let me see this. But this is, so this, I found this to be extremely interesting. Let me make sure that it's not on high speed because I listen to everything on high speed. I'll speed it up to 1.2. Because now they're starting to backtrack and they're starting to divert from their stance that, you know, it, it, Trump's was in charge, Trump was the commander-in-chief, Biden's just a, a clone, and they're start because I think they're starting to realize that it it's they could be getting themselves into a situation. The goalpost doesn't fit in the bleachers very well, does it? No, no, it's constantly being moved, and now it's completely out of the stadium, and it's down yeah. the road, uh, you know, in the Whataburger parking lot, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's that's the point that we're at with these goalposts, and they're not giving up that prime parking. They're not giving up the prime parking. So let me hit this. Let me see here. Well. But the path they were offering was right. not a good one. And once it was fully thought out, it was realized, yeah, we don't want to go this route. One, it won't work. Two, it's going to be super difficult. Three, the consequences of it may be dire for the country. Yeah, hang on. And I saw in the chat, like, I'm not buying the Civil War thing. But let me show you something. If you remember, this article came out um, very shortly after the election, February 4th of 2021. The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign that Saved the Election. They were talking about all these things they did. And one of the things they had... Let me read this, this section. The summer uprising had shown that people power could have a massive impact. Activists began preparing to reprise the demonstrations if Trump tried to steal the election. Americans plan widespread protests if Trump interferes with the election. Reuters reported in October, one of many such stories. More than 150 liberal groups, from the Women's March to the Sierra Club to Color of Change, from Democrats.com to the Democratic Socialists of America, joined the Protect the Results Coalition. The groups. Hang on, it might not be where I want to be. I thought I was. Let me see would have taken place and i'm yeah, not the summer 2020 riots times 10 and right. it may not have been a civil war necessarily between us and the left but how do you put down those demonstrations trump basically said you'd have to do that with the military or the yeah. national guard or whatever it would have been the military versus it, it would have looked 
like a literal coup because it would have been these protesters and the military going head to head. And that, that's the exact opposite of what Trump wants, wanted this to look like. That, that would look like an insurrection. That is the narrative that they are trying to portray him with now that he, he desperately does not want or need. Okay. But, I, but, and this, this is where be the spot. This interesting with that. Okay. We're supposed to be on, but did he just say yeah. us against the military? Uh, his thought process was it was going to be leftists, left, left-leaning Black Lives Matters, any of those things against the military. Yes. Is there really anybody that stupid that thinks we they could beat the military? I'm sorry to interrupt over this, but I would not fight the military. Yeah, you're not going to win. You're not going to win against no. the military. I mean, and that, and that's what people understand. Like. What people don't understand is like when they're like, hey, we're going to come for your guns. And, and their, their answer is, well, come get it. I'll be waiting at the door for you. They're not going to come to your door to get the guns. Like no. they're, they're not going to knock on your door and say, give me the guns. They're going to do other things like, I don't know, cut off your bank account, cut off your kids' bank accounts, um, hold your taxes. They're going to make it where it's going to be extremely difficult for you to function until you possibly turn in your guns. Like, they're not knocking on your door. Now, they might say, well, you know, Patriot Act, we're going to go ahead and turn off your kids' bank accounts and your wife's bank account and stop your direct deposit and do this type of stuff until you do this, right? I mean, I mean, that's that's the, the, the route they're going to take. You're not going to take your AR, you're not going to take your 9mm, and you're not going to hit the streets because all the military is going to do is they're going to say, all members of the military come back, come to a base, and then we're going to make it where you guys are out there begging for the military to, to help you because your doors are getting smashed in by basically political people, right? I mean, that's it, for you to fight against the military, they're just going to wait you out. One of the things that the military does is they will wait you out. They have more food than you. They have more water than you. Uh, they're going to pull their, fa their family members in and they're going to make it where you will come to them. Because right. at some now, is there going to be some that I can make it forever? Well, there'll be very small amounts of people that could live forever hunting in the woods with solar panels, right? I mean, right. ninety percent of the population is not going to be able to do that. So, on that aspect, when it comes to us going against the military, and then you have the military, you're going to have police that are going to go home and defend their families. So even some police are not going to go out on the streets. They're going to go home and, and, and possibly defend their families, right? So this is a big confusion in regards to what would really happen um, if, if they thought they were going to go out and fight and go against the military. And we've seen this type of stuff um, in, in places like China, Tiananmen Square, where they roll tanks down the roads. Um, it is not a – doesn't matter how many guns you have, you don't have, a, you don't have enough ammunition to go against tanks well it's an infrastructure right like right. the military has all the food has all Correct. the ammunition mm -hmm. has first dibs on manufacturing import it if they need to they're already self-sustaining correct in the best way possible yeah they have staying power you don't correct and that's and then and, and if that type of thing happens you know, the, the world's not going to let a nuclear power go into any type of revolution or severe war, right? Because it'd be, it's dangerous. Like, other countries depend on our exports, okay? Mm -hmm. Other countries depend on the food in which we export out. So if that was the case, you're going to have other countries have to say, okay, well, we're going to have to come in and assist with this because Egypt needs the food that we export and sell to Egypt. 
right? Their people will die if we don't give them food. So we export, our main export is natural gas and food. So if we're not exporting natural gas and food because of some type of conflict, I'm telling you right now, other countries are going to come in and quickly subdue that situation, right? Um, that's just, it, it, I'm just being honest with you. So, uh, all Yukon, you want, it, it depends. It depends. All, you, can, on, uh, you have staying. All you need is seeds and dirt. Okay. Let's go with that. Uh, you want to go with that? Uh, it depends on the type of government uh, intervention that's taking place. Like, if <laughs> there's so many different directions. Are there people in Alaska right now living great off the land? Yes. But there's mm-hmm. nothing going on to impede that for them, right? Correct. They're not having to fight for their land. They're not. When you take away, let's say guns. What else, Sage? Let's take two things that really, um, food. Let's just say food. You get to keep your house, um, keep your land, all that. But your guns and food are gone. You don't think that the guy out in the woods that has seeds and land isn't going to have to fight off thousands of people a week? Right. And that's the big thing, too. Like, what people understand is, well, I'm going to hunt on my property. Well, if your property borders my property and I see you hunting and there's no police out there and we're in chaos and we're in a civil war, um, I'm going to shoot you and then take you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to leave your body there and I'm going to take the animal in which you just shot. What are you going to do about it? Right. Right. What are you going to do about it? I'm coming on your property. I need food. I'm starving to death. My family's starving to death. And this situation that we're in this type of a chaos, if you think me not killing you to get that animal that you just shot, done, you're done. This isn't, I mean, this is the type of mentality that you're going to have to deal with. Your life means nothing to me over my family's. So I will go onto your property. And if you don't see me coming and I see you first, you lose. You lose. And, and you may not do this, Yukon, right? Right. Grow my own food, mind my own business. There's an example of how a majority, not a majority, mm-hmm. um, quite a few tens of millions of people feel. Yeah. We're going to come and get what's ours. Right. Those are the people you have to worry about. And the and the, listen, there's a lot of people that cannot grow. I'm in Maine. You know, there's a lot of people, let's just say, that cannot grow the, the, enough food to keep them uh, going. There's a lot of people in the city of New York City that cannot grow the food in New York City to keep them fed. Um, there's a lot of people that are just going not want to uh, grow their own food. They're just going to want to. I'm take glad you brought that up. Yours, right? They're just because gonna want to I do yours. farm, right? I beekeep. You see yeah. my garden. Yeah. Here comes a problem. Sage has a great point here. Everybody goes, "Oh, just grow your own food." Yeah. How many people can tell me how to grow a tomato? When it's 28 degrees outside. Not I, because I, I, I'm i telling you right now, okay. I, I'm not a green, green thumb person. This is what I mean. Is it's like you can grow food in the, in the growing season all day long. But the food that you're going to be not forced to eat mm-hmm. in the winter months or the off months will not sustain you. Correct. And that's I'm talking to those of you like me that know how to grow a crop. What about all the millions of people in the metropolitan areas that don't know squat? Correct. 
they're now in survival mode. Your life is meaningless to them. All that matters is their family survival. Correct. Um, and I think this that, is just a topic that can go all yeah, over. And, and this is probably a show we should do because, like I said, there this is not something, and I see this all the time. It's like, guess what? There are times where, I mean, I love it. grow your own food. Okay, what happens if you have a drought? What happens if you have a flood? Because this is why farmers have farming insurance. Like what happens if bugs or locusts or some type of bugs come in and eat all your plants on you? And now your farm, your crops, yours are gone. Right. And this happens. This is reality. And at some point, this is why I'm trying to say that the military, I've seen this before. Like if, if something were to happen, my family's coming to the military base when I was in the Coast Guard, right? And, and mm. they can stay at the Coast Guard base. And at some point, to go against the military, I mean, is, it's, is it impossible? No, it, nothing's impossible. But you're not, you're going to have so many people that would be willing to turn in their guns or take your guns and turn in your guns for you if they, if they steal them from your house. And let's, just, let's not say that never happens. Guns can be stolen. Um, and turn them in that, like I said, if you're out there hunting, and I don't care if you're on your property, if I hear a gunshot, that means that I, you're probably hunting. And if I sit and wait and wait for you to come out and then shoot you, I now have access to your entire process. And you didn't even know I was there, right? So my goal is to take you out first, then hunt your property. And I mean, this right. is the stuff that people need to understand could happen in a starving type situation, right? In the, and we it, use survival of the fittest as like a, an analogy for so many things. It's not. But I don't think people realize how true that is. It's it's the ability to adapt. The ability to adapt is what actually allows things to survive, right? So you can be a dinosaur, pretty fit, pretty big, pretty strong. They died, right? So your ability to adapt to things um, is basically how quickly can I adapt to possibly shooting someone else? I'm being honest. Oh, my God. This we do need to do a show on this because one thing that pisses me, not pisses me off, annoys right. me, is everybody with an AR-15 thinks they're a Navy SEAL. Correct. If somebody comes in my yard, I'm just going to take them out. Correct. Wait a minute. Hold on. What about the guy that was in the military? Correct. That can pick you off at 600 yards? Yes. Do you think he's going to come to your property? No. No, he's going to take you out before he gets there. So we got everybody that thinks they're a, a badass. Sorry, to, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Everybody can grow their own food. Everybody's a butcher. They know how to process a cow. They know how to do salt barrels. Yeah. Salt pork, you know, all these things. Mm -hmm. No, they don't. And I can't stand what annoys me is you have these prepping channels. Let me, prepping channels are a good thing. If there's somebody from the military that did survival and they're showing you a few tips. Right. That's, what, that's like, a survival channel person. Yeah. Yeah. But most of you are misleading people. Just because you have a bunch of guns doesn't mean squat. Correct. Doesn't mean anything. Correct. I guarantee you if I took most people, all these guns, ah, and I take you to a move, uh, an obstacle course, a firing range where you have to hit moving targets, you would fail. Yeah. We had people in the coast guard. When we signed up to coast guard, we had to go, we had to shoot every so often to requalify with our handguns. Right. 
Um, you only had a, a shotgun, and then uh, we had M16s. But handguns, you'd have to read because we were law enforcement officers, so we we'd have to requalify. You will not believe how many people like I would. I qualified every single time, right? I qualified from the out of boot camp. I shot sharpshooter with a handgun. I qualified every single time. You do. You will not believe how many people just would just no. There's no chance in them qualifying with a handgun in the when they join the Coast Guard. Like there's. This guy's not going to qualify. He's just, he's never, he's, he cannot hit the target. And you have to do things like up close and then draw your weapon and you get shoot three shots and then move back and you move back further and further and further. Um, and you had to hit like 200 and don't hold me to this. I think it was 212 or something out of two. I can't remember. They, they couldn't hit the target 50 out of 200. It's just mm. like never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But it is going to be dangerous, Sage, because there's going to be a bunch of people with guns, yeah, and bullets flying places they shouldn't be. Correct, and and that's <laughs> and, and that, and look. There's a lot of times that there has been times where people don't look past their shot, right? And and right. this is something like what's on the other side of that shot? You draw your weapon. What's on the other shot? Shit, rocks. Could be next thing you know that rock is is ricocheting around, and you're taking the round, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's not just looking at. It's looking past the shot. Is this a clear shot? Um, and then also looking not just for the shot and there's just a lot to it, but this is a whole nother show. Write this down, write this show down. Yeah. Like a a post-apocalyptic or societal collapse. Yeah. How likely is it that you, I'll even say this, that you survive a year. Yeah. I mean, in a, in a, not even purge, but yeah, kind of like purge, right? Like, I think the problem is too, is that. What, what people don't understand is what happens when you need a root canal? What happens when mm. you need dental work, right? I mean, uh, you die. You die. I mean, a lot of the back in, in, in you know, uh, the founding fathers days, they died from rotten teeth. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Because something they ate or something they had, the next thing you know, there's a bone in you, you chip a tooth or you need a root canal. And they actually died from abscess or, or in, uh, infection in the mouth. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, a big deal going forward. Why, you know, make sure you brush your teeth, make sure you do this stuff. But what happens when that happens? Right. So it's not just um, it's not just grow a garden. I mean, it's it's a lot of other factors to this in regards to medications that people are on. Um, and, and even possible injuries, stepping on a nail and not having a tetanus shot. Um, and next thing you know, you're, you know, things like that. So let me hit this. One more thing and I'll shut up. Cause I, I drug this off on a tangent, you but did. don't I you think you. it's all your fault. But don't you think that there's this, um, it, illusions of grandeur mm. with everybody in this situation? Like, Ah oh, man, like some of them might even be praying for it. I yeah. hope society the society collapses. Yeah, so I can be the badass that I know I am. Yeah, that's you see what I'm trying to say. One hundred percent. I think a lot of people, and what they don't, um, and I think that's the big problem is that they, it's not in a, in a in situations. It is you. You may or not react the way you think you're going to react. And I've oh, yeah. seen that happen in the Coast Guard. I have seen it happen where we're, you know, you're out in the middle of winter and you're in 20 foot waves and 40 foot winds, um, and it, it's 20, you know, zero degrees outside. The water temperature is like 30 because it's salt water, and and 
you're trying to do certain things and somebody who you thought could be able to handle this stuff is over there puking up a storm and is n- not even able to function. Um, mm. Or, you know, you're you're trying to pull a body out of the water and the, the person next to you or the person that's supposed to be helping me pull the person out of the water um, breaks into tears and starts freaking crying. I mean, it's like, Jesus. F- so there's a lot of people that until you're actually in a situation like that, um, you don't know how you're going to react until that. Ha- you think you do. And, and you kind of is a fireman. So I, I, I'm, I'm, he knows for sure that the way some people think they're going to react in situations and, and is not the way they actually react when placed into that situation. Um, and a lot of times they don't know that until they're in it. Right. You, they're, they're, they have no idea. They're like, oh, I got this. This is no big deal. Next thing you know, it's really happening and they can't move. They're frozen stiff. They just it, they're they're done. Um, and I mean, this happens a lot more, you know, happened a lot in the Coast Guard with regards to seasick, because there's times that I've had somebody on the boat that was, yeah, I've been on boats all my life. No big deal on lakes. And then we're in an ocean and we're sitting doing search patterns and that person could not function. They were, they were useless to us because they were so seasick that it was just like, go down below, go down below. Um, because at that point, that person was, there was no need. There was no need, but they, they didn't know because they were on lakes and they were this. And now you can take Dramamine and stuff like that, but Dramamine, you got to take it before it happens. You can't take it during. So definitely a show we need to do. But sorry for taking us there. But yeah, yeah I, are you gonna are you gonna let me get on with this goddamn show? Yeah, let's get on. All right, let me find this. Right, because like the constitutionality of it, it's something. And maybe we can wait to get into this talk. So I do want to talk about this. Okay. But if there's anything else you want to touch on about the December 18th meeting, the last thing I want to say is just to mention. I don't remember if it was December 18th when I think it was Gavino <laughs> posted some images around that time of Trump looking at. Yeah looking at Lincoln portrait, looking at some other portraits in the Oval Office, the ones he specifically had there right, during that crucial December-January time frame. I don't know what the date was he posted it. Okay. It was on the 19th. Okay. This is in my part eight. I have these in here. Yes. Lincoln. All right. Churchill. Jackson. Jackson. Isn't it Jackson? Yep. Yeah, those so, are all like wartime leaders. Yeah, so I think that the reason Scavino posted that is to illustrate the moment that Trump was in where he was considering the issues those men faced and the decisions they had to make. So yeah, Lincoln, he also posted okay. this. Uh, yeah. So we're going to get into after this, and, and, and this is my call out to basically to, to John, and, and, and I got no problem going on the show with John. John, come on my show. I can wear a mask. So I'm not looking for any type of, I don't care about the views. I don't care about trying to get clout. I, I don't. But the statements that he's making, and I'm going to explain why in this, are extremely dangerous um, going forward. Was, um, he says that he'll be able to tell us maybe one day what that meeting was about. I know that many of us have sussed out that or sleuthed out that that meeting must have taken place in like June or the spring or something. It was was the same day. It was June 1st, same meeting. Again, this is all my party guys. If you want to look at these pictures, the same day as the St. John's walk, this is where the military first starts getting involved in the protests. I mean, it's yeah. All very interesting. Yeah. So I think the reason Scavino posted those images was to try and communicate to people that Trump was faced with decisions that were uh, somehow analogous or akin to what Lincoln Jackson and Churchill faced. And with Lincoln specifically, it was the Civil War. And Link- I don't know. Um, I don't know if the, if that's true, that he's going to face the same things as Churchill in World War Two. World War Two, World War Two, 
um, Abraham Lincoln, where they had leadership in regards to um, the North and the South, right? They had they had leadership in regards to the to what Lincoln faced. Um, I don't think that that's the same as just stepping down as president, right? Or 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 not step like. As, How dare you question? Yeah. You. Yeah. I'm listening. Just go with the plan. Just go with the plan. I I just don't see World War. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the bombs that were being dropped, and and the same as as you know, storming the beaches of Normandy. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's it all relative. Yeah, what he was going to do, what, and then whether it was constitutional, what he did, um, or it yeah. wasn't constitutional, but he ended up he ended up making decisions which got us into the uh, civil war. And I think Trump was faced with decisions that might have led us into a civil war. And he decided to take a path. Now, okay. First thing I want to do is 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 start here. It, 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 for you to have a civil war, you have to have leaders, and you have to be set up. Like I don't see us going into a civil war. I think that's kind of a bad terminology of it. Um, I don't see civil war. Uh, I mean, at, at some point, how does the right and the left know each other? Right at, at that point, you, the the you had the north and the south, the blue and the gray. Right. And they, they established that and, and, and uniforms and they were fighting um, for that. I think more of an IRA, Ireland IRA situation. Right. Or or just chaos in the street type situation. But at some point, I, I don't see it as one side stepping up um, because they want the co- country to. I don't I don't see that. Am I wrong? I. Only thing I know about Abraham Lincoln yeah. Is that he slayed vampires. Yeah, that's um that's the wrong video. That's the wrong movie. You're in the wrong movie. He didn't he didn't slay vampires. That's not Oh, I thought he saved us from a for sure doom. Uh we'll move on. Let's move on. Close. Oh, okay. It would have avoid that. All right. I was close though. Close. And I mean, let me read a couple of quotes from from Lincoln. Okay. I conceive that, and this is for my part four. I conceive that I may, in an emergency, do things on military grounds which cannot be done constitutionally by Congress. Mm-hmm. As Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy in time of war, I suppose I have a right to take any measure which may best subdue the enemy. Now, again, pay attention. And this is where John, like I said, John, now John's not going to watch this because, I, one, I don't think he's, you know, he's going to go, uh, he's going to in any way debate me on this. Uh, but Lincoln was at war. Lincoln, there was a declare, I mean, the Civil War was a war, right? There, it, was, it was a war. There was generals, there was leaders, uh, there was decisions being made. You knew, you know, th- th- at one time, I think there, there was a two-presidency situation during the war because you had the South and the North versus the South. Trump wasn't, we weren't, there was no basically sides where it was like, here's your leaders, here's this, here's this. It was just like, okay, here, here's the votes, Here's the electoral uh, college, and we're going to go ahead and, and call these in. And he considered that a personal war against him when they were just, they were tailing up the votes, basically. Right? That makes sense? I mean, that, like it or not, go against them or not, or they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have done that. There's no way they should have. That's what they were doing. They weren't, they weren't taking the thing by gunpoint. I hate when I do that. Existing exigencies demand immediate and adequate measures for the protection of the national constitution and the national union. It became necessary for me to choose whether using only the existing means, agencies, and processes, 
which Congress had provided I should let the government fall at once into ruin, or whether, availing myself the broader powers conferred by the Constitution in cases of insurrection, I would make an effort to save it with all its blessing uh, for the present age and posterity. By these and other similar measures taken in that crisis of April, May 1861, some of which were without any authority of law, the government was saved from overthrow. The part cannot be supreme over the whole to the injury or destruction of the whole, but to call out the war, uh, the war power of the government, and so to resist force employed for its destruction by force for its preservation, and was it possible to lose the nation and yet pre preserve the Constitution by general law, life and limb must be protected, yet often a limb must be amputated to save a life, but a life is never wisely given to save a limb. I felt that measures, otherwise unconstitutional, might become lawful by becoming indispensable to the preservation of the Constitution through preservation of the nation. Like the I don't see I don't see Abraham Lincoln's Civil War the same as Donald Trump not wanting to step down. Not comparable at all. Yeah, and and, the, and what he was talking about and the decisions that he was making, looking at a country when the country was divided with leadership, with actual leadership to fight both ways. You had leadership on the north, you had leadership on the south, you had military militias that were that deemed themselves the north and deemed themselves the south. They had different colored uniforms, uh, and you basically said, "Okay, we're going to go ahead and fight each other and battle against this." You know what they were doing? No. Manufacturing was at an all-time high. They yeah. were making silver musket balls, wooden stakes. Let us move on. Those are all things that Lincoln used to justify what he did. Okay. And then we'll look at this. This is, um, I've referenced this so many times. And again, this is perfect for the constitutionality discussion. Campbell versus Clinton. This is court precedent. This is yeah. court precedent that... All right. President a Trump, a president um, can do whatever is necessary to repel foreign aggression. And then I look at the constitutionality of uh, a guy like Joe Biden having an election stolen for him and there being foreign elements involved. Foreign interference in an election is an act of war. That, that's, and that's an important thing. This is what brings me. Okay. And this is where I asked. Now, this is him saying <sighs> it. Foreign interference in an election is act of war. So that means, John, my question is for John and anybody else if that happened and your guy didn't win would you allow your kids to be drafted for that war so let's say foreign inter interference did happen and a democrat was vote was not voted in when he should have been voted in do we go to war do you go to war for that? Because th this is why I told you. They're saying that they won't go to war for Israel and they won't go to war for Ukraine. They won't go to war for any other, any other country. Will you go to war if the elect interference in the election makes it where the other guy won and your guy didn't? Or if, the, if your guy won and the other guy should have won? So, I, I mean, to me, if you're going to say foreign inter interference is an act of war it doesn't matter who wins your sons and daughters their asses are getting drafted you agree yeah time to go kill vampires time to go kill but who do you think they're gonna it, it, but if if it was the other way around i i don't i think they would say well i don't want to send my son to war for for biden that's why you'll never get an answer to that question from him i'll never get an answer from any of them it, it, like i said it it should never there should never be bias. It's law, right? Or it's, it's either it's what's wrong and right. Correct. I don't care if it's Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. If the election 
had interference and yeah. it affected anybody. Right. It's an act of war and it needs to be dealt with accordingly. Correct. You're not going to get this guy, these waterhead retards. Yeah. To come on your show and tell you that. Or, I, like I said, and, and I, I'll go on theirs. I don't care. I won't even tell who I am. I'll just be a voice behind a paper bag. I don't give a crap. It's not about, to me, it's about the fact that, look, if you're going to call yourself the media, you're calling yourself Badlands Media, Badlands News These Media. These guys are media? Yeah, they're news media, Badlands. I've never even seen them before. Yeah, they're on Mumble. They're on the alternative oh. media. They're on the real media, the true media, the only media, the truth uh, in journalism media. Ah. Uh. Okay. All right. Okay. The 2016 versus 2020. What, why were we talking about that earlier? You remember? Because it came up in that filing in the DC case where Trump's team said they're going to use classified information uh, yeah, right, in no, his like, defense oh, yeah. in DC. Yeah. So Trump is saying he's working. And you, you had posed a couple of points about this as well, um, about 2016 specifically. Like, yeah, were they, were they helping? I kind of thought, well, maybe um, in 2016, there was an effort to, do, to commit some fraud or influence the election on Trump's behalf. Um, or maybe on Hillary's behalf, one or the other, and that maybe the so let's say there was foreign interference that made Trump win and Hillary lose. Do we go to war? If you can prove there's interference, yes. But and, and Hillary should have won. Let's just pretend, let's just say Hillary should have won. Oh, you're saying okay, hypothetically, hypothetically Hillary won. No, no, hypothetically Trump won, but Hillary should have won. Okay. We still and there, was, there was there was foreign interference in that, let's say, and it's provable. Is it still an act of war? Yes. To me, it is. But but are you going to well, let it your doesn't matter down? what we believe to but Americans going to let their kids get drafted to, to, to put Hillary back in office? Americans aren't going to do anything that yeah. doesn't align with their beliefs. Yeah. That's the problem here. That's the that, well. Th then that here's where my my emotion and my my critical logical thinking. Uh, I have a problem with this. All right. Something similar. Logic took a backseat. What if Trump uses yeah as a defense that his 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 admin actually shut down efforts to influence the elections in his favor? Yeah. Because they were dishonest efforts, and he can in use that to demonstrate. Yeah, and he can use that to demonstrate that hey. If I really wanted to steal the election, then why did I take efforts to make sure? Okay, so if he just said that Trump had somebody trying to do that, well, then that person should have been arrested. You just did. You just Trump. If if Trump is basically saying, "Look, if I really wanted to do it, I had a guy that was going to do this, and I stopped him." No, that guy should have been arrested. Did you arrest him? Well, no. Why not? He interfered in an election. You stopped him. Did who is it, and why is he not being punished? Why is he not on trial? Because it, 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 and why are we not calling for that person to go on? I want him to go on trial. And I voted for Trump because I want anyone who interferes to see that if you do, you go to jail. Well, see, that's the gray area now, Sage. I've literally watched the House hearing, hearings where they can't decide what exactly is interference. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> they don't know. Is interference um, partnering up with a social media influencer? You know, they don't know. I've literally well, that's watched the problem. It. And that's the problem. Is it interference? Is it, and this is where we now run into freedom of speech and we now run into a problem. Like I said, is it interference if a large social media person comes out and says that Joe Biden and all of his cronies 
are now um, pedophiles or sex trafficking or doing this is over and over and over and over and over and over again. Now that's freedom of speech, right? But is that, is that, is that election interference when you start to just play that narrative over and over and over again until go ahead. Yeah, but freedom of speech doesn't protect you against the consequences, right? Correct. So you can say whatever you want, but you could be. I think what you're saying is that going to influence people? Is that going to affect the way that they vote? It could. Yeah. Yeah. But that. But where do we set the guideline? Is it one person? If one person didn't vote for Joe Biden over that, is it election interference? I don't know. Or do we set the number at a hundred thousand people? They'll never be able to figure it out. Exactly. That's the problem. That this thing over here didn't happen, which would have been to my benefit. Yeah. The, the interesting thing is 2016. Okay. Okay. I look at 2016 and 2020 as, as um, they're obviously different elections, different candidates, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, different people in office as they're taking place. The biggest distinction between 2016 and 2020 for me, because another thing that was kind of posed today was, why didn't Obama do something like this when he was in office to prevent Trump, like, how do we know Obama? Fair question. There were a ton of allegations of fraud and Russian influence and all, all of those things. Of yeah, there have the key been distinction. for years, and there and there's going to be for years. Oh, there's going God. to be for years, guys. There, it, it's not something that we're just going to say, "Oh, we're going to get rid of it." Uh, there's always going to be somebody who loses who basically says, "Uh, it, it was rigged. It was rigged." Or why this is um, but why? I mean, we've already decided that suppressing information, like. The laptop can be election interference, right? Well, listen, that is a serious question, right? Yeah. But if if the if they would have done a proper investigation, yeah. the question is, would Joe Biden have been elected? Well, they did polls. Yeah. And it showed that he would have lost. Had people known the information beforehand. Right. So did they suppress the election? Yeah, so if it's by his administration halt pushing back the investigation. Yeah, so right here it says I'm back. Uh, okay, interference was Facebook ads by trolling farms, according to Dems, uh, their words, and haven't repeated it, but came to Clinton herself. But the problem is, if if you're going to say that suppressing information, suppressing freedom of speech, and breaking the algorithms was election interference, is it election interference when bigger YouTubers go on there and say things like um, there's there's sex trafficking with no evidence, with no proof of it, with no legitimate, without having their day in court, and and the same thing, and and it's until proven guilty, unfortunately, like it or not, welcome to the country, is that. And, and this is where it's like, okay, my thing is, is if you truly want no election interference, you're going to have to get rid of freedom of speech. And you're going to have to get rid of the internet. You're going to have to get rid of the, and because I, I truly believe that's the goal. If you truly want no election interference, you're going to have to get rid of the internet and you're going to have to get rid of freedom of speech. Because you're you have to get rid of TV, internet, go back to paper ballots. Yeah, because you can't have people saying uh, all this stuff that's that's you cannot prove is actual a fact about the other person running. It doesn't matter which side you're on, and and then possibly say that well, it's a letter, it's it's election interference if we don't post it, but it's not election interference if I lie about this and say this out here. And, and so what that, we really have, yeah, is a government that can't learn to adjust. The technologies of today. Well, that's that's because so everything's in election interference. Yeah, that's because they're one hundred and seventy-five years old. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they were alive back in the vampire times. No, same different to press me play, is press play. what happened in January of 2017 by Jay Johnson. And let me let me pull up the actual article here. Hold on one second. On the designation of election infrastructure as a critical infrastructure okay. subs. Yeah. yeah. So Trump is saying he's we're gonna talk, and you you had posed a couple of points about this as well, um, about 2016 specifically. Like yeah, were they were they helping? I kind of thought, well, maybe um in 2016 there was an effort to I want to get right to where he goes big again. Russian right. small group specifically okay. to deal with elections. It later became known as the election security group. But Nakasone said a cyber attack from another government on U.S. critical infrastructure would cross the threshold into war, and we would certainly respond. That was his quote. He mm -hmm. said uh, the the head of Cybercom NSA stated, "What's that? Draft all the kids. Draft all the kids. Draft." I us. say two and a half and up. If they can walk, they can throw a grenade. Mm, I, That's uh, just my opinion. Listen, I'm not standing next to a two and a half year old trying to throw a grenade because I'm telling you right now. Uh, I've seen some two and a half year olds throw. And, okay, uh, shot in the dark. Pelosi, Biden, okay. two and a half year old kid, all throwing a grenade. You have to choose one. <laughs> uh, Got to choose one, dude. One's drunk. One's retarded. The other one can barely walk. I'll go with the two. Go. I'll go with the two and a half year old because at least I'll know where to stand. My point exactly. All right, send them all. Game on. I think it was at an Aspen. Uh, Aspen Security Conference in yeah. I think it was July of 2018. A cyber attack on U.S. critical infrastructure would cross the threshold into war. The U.S. government's definition of critical infrastructure expanded in January of 2017 when the Department of Homeland Security put election systems in that category. Now, just so everybody knows, critical infrastructure also includes um, trucking. Actually, I have, let me drop down this drop screen. Uh, critical infrastructure also does chemical sector, commercial facilities, communication sector, critical manufacturing sector, dam sector, defense industry, emergency services, energy sector, financial services, food, government, healthcare, transportation, nuclear, and information sector, and water. All right. Now, we have already had cyber attacks on these sectors. We have already had cyber attacks. We've had cyber attacks on energy. We had a Keystone pipeline that went down. Um... We have had uh, different hacks in regards to cyber attacks in the in the trucking industry. We've had cyber attacks in the shipping industry in regards to uh, a, uh, AIS systems for sh uh, for vessels. Um, we've had buildings with cyber attacks, so we've already had cyber attacks in these sectors. Colonial pipeline, Colonial pipeline, not the Keystone pipeline, Colonial pipeline. Thank you for the correction. Um, so at that point, you guys ready to get drafted because we've had these attacks. We've had these attacks. It's not just the elections. We've literally had these attacks. So as long as you guys are ready to get drafted, then I'm good to go. And, and this is, but you're not ready to get drafted to Ukraine and you're not ready to get drafted to Israel. Guess what? We've had cyber attack, cyber attack on a colonial pipeline in this country. You're now telling me that that's an act of war. Uh, you better, you, you better kiss your kids goodbye. Cause we, we better start drafting them. I'm six months old. old. You don't hear can't that. Can't throw a grenade, but he can tear shit up. Exactly. And I think this is this is a main problem. Hang on. That is the key difference to me between what happened in 2016 and 2020. Okay. Yeah. They would not have the authority militarily to respond because election infrastructure at that time was not considered critical infrastructure. 
how, how could you get the military involved in, in, in something like this, like defending an election or whatever? Now it is. Now, now you have, like, in my opinion, a green light to respond militarily if you find shenanigans from a foreign element, right? But anyway, the, the big question was, was the constitutionality thing. And I just okay. don't see how a sitting president who was duly elected is in an election and he sees that his opponent is having an election stolen for him. Like, how is it more constitutional to allow that person to have the election stolen for him by foreign entities because the constitution specifically says that, you know, there's electors and he gets in. It wasn't, it's a state's job to like stop that stuff. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. If there's foreign interference in an election, mm-hmm. the president, in my opinion, is only doing his duty to do something about it. And to say that it's up to the states to like sort that out, I don't think that's good enough because what if the states are paid off or what if the states have an interest in, in allowing Biden to become president? I mean, we don't know. We've seen how China and all these other governments infiltrate and, and uh, it's irrelevant. We, I think, I think this is the stuff that I said, John, he doesn't make any sense. And I don't think he understands that we are the United States of America. We are United States. The states have, should have more power than the federal government. Right. They should have more say. We can't just say, well, the, all the states are bought off. You, you, who? Who in the states are bought off? Everybody in the entire state? Like anytime it doesn't go your way, it, they're bought off. They're paid off. Draft the kids. Draft the kids. Right. I just I, I, I don't think that at, at this point it's like and I don't think they understand also executive orders like an executive order doesn't follow. It's not Trump's executive order. It's the president's executive order. So that means that when he leaves, the next president can leave it or get rid of it. OK, it follows the, the, the president. It doesn't follow Trump. So whatever executive order went into effect with Trump, if Biden wants to keep it. It now works for Biden. Well, isn't that kind of crazy? Like, I watched it. Tim Poole admit this. A lot of all the policies are still in play from the Trump era. Yeah, yeah. Like, Biden didn't even do away with it. Because they were good policies, and that's how it's supposed to work. Well, Sage, you don't convince the other side that he's a bad, bad guy if you say that. (sighs) And I'm not defending Biden. I, I would never vote for that guy. Yeah, but you bring up a good point, too, and this is what they don't understand. Just because Biden didn't change all of the policies doesn't mean Trump's still in charge. It meant that the policies that he there are policies that are in place since Reagan, since all the way back to, you know, George Washington. There could be policies that stay in place if they're good policies. If they're good policies, the policy stays in place. You want a president to bring in policies that will stay during the next presidency because you want the policy to stand on its own, no matter who the president is. That's called good policies. And there are executive orders that are probably still standing today because it was a good policy. Now the question is who enforces the, the, uh, who enforces an executive order? So if I put an executive, I'm now the president, and I put an executive order, and I say, I want masks. I want everyone to wear masks for COVID. Guess what? There were, there were cities, and there were states, and there were counties, and there were sheriffs that would not enforce this. Because the executive order, it... it, it it has to be enforced. I can say I want 
two-year-olds to be drafted. But the executive order is like no one's going to send their two-year-old to be drafted because nobody's going to enforce that executive order. And I think don't think what they understand is is that once people once people under Trump saw that Trump was not going to win this, they were not going to keep him in. They were not going to make him a dictator. He had no one to enforce the executive orders in which he put in place because they're like, we're not, I'm, I'm not doing that. Certain policies involving NAFTA are still in play. Correct. Is that, that Trump's fault? That's what I'm trying to say. It's like you, you are only as strong. Your executive order is only as strong as the people that enforce the executive order. So if you now have a bunch of people that says, no, nah, Trump, we're just not going to enforce that executive order. Because that's, you know, I, I'm not going to do that. He, it, it's not a law. And at that point, like it or not, they're going to say, sorry, we're going to go with what the Constitution says. And some of these go to the Supreme Court. I mean, there was, there was literally people not wearing masks. But there was an executive order for you to wear a mask. But they didn't. Should they be punishable by death? It's just a suggestion. That was an executive right. order. It was, huh? it was an executive order. Which pretty much is suggestion. No, right? it's actually, I mean, it technically, it is a, at that point, it is something that needs to be uh, followed. An executive order is something that technically needs to be followed um, unless Congress can pass a law changing it or the Supreme Court can. But the problem is, is the enforcement of an executive order is, is only as good as the people that are going to enforce that, that, that executive order. If you say wear a mask and you put out an executive order to wear a mask and my sheriff department says, yeah, I'm not going to enforce this. I don't have time to go around babysitting diaper on your face. I don't, I don't, I, I, I got other right. stuff I got to handle. I'm not going to do that. Then it's only as strong. That's it. Your executive order is only as strong as the people that are going to enforce that executive order. And Trump found out that, Hey, you know what? We're going to, we don't see what you see. And just because you made an executive order on this, we're not going to, you know, destroy the Constitution uh, unless you got more proof than what you got. Show me the proof. And he's like, well, we got all the proof. He lied. He lied because what I think what he found out was you can have all the proof in a criminal case. You can literally have all the proof in a criminal case. But if you screw up and you don't read the Miranda rights, to the individual that you arrested, he can get off scot-free. And I think what Trump found out is, even if he had proof, if it wasn't, if he didn't receive that proof in a way that would ma legally make it go through the court system, he found out that it, it's, it's poison from the tree, right? I mean, at that point, everything else, so he could have said, well, we got all the proof. Well, how did you get it? Well, we illegally wiretapped. Well, we can't, that's no longer evidence. We can't use that. It's not admissible. Sorry, this is how the system works. And this is the system we, and I, I, I truly believe that he found out that all of this stuff, executive order did not apply to all citizens. No, the executive order, no. But even some of the people that it did apply to didn't wear the mask. They didn't wear the mask. I know people that it did apply to that did not wear the mask. Right. I mean, it, it, everybody had to get the shot. I never got the vaccine. I'm, I'm pure blood. Right. Hey, did you hear? No. The, there's women paying up to $5,000 for, for 
pure blood sperm. Not, not, not gonna I literally told my wife, she's like, I'll let you do it once. All right, let's move on before this gets into a, a bad situation. Just want to let everybody to know. Of course. Thank God we filled that in. Let me hit play. We just saw Menendez go down for Egypt by an offhand. Like, yeah. we don't know what these states do to our government officials or these other countries. How can we trust them to also just, yeah, we'll, we'll prevent the foreign interference in our election? Well, how can we trust you? How can we trust anybody? Like, and, and this is the problem that I have. You want, when, when they say, when, when Badlands Media says, uh, trust us. And then I say, and then some of the stuff that they put out there in regards to BRICS or in regards to other stuff or in regards to China and and the, and Russia's rubles getting stronger. And I'm like, no, that's not true. I can prove you wrong. Let me show you. And they just blow you off. So it's like, how do we trust anybody at this point? And that's, this is what the disinformation does. And especially when we've seen what all the intel agencies have done against Trump. If Trump has the evidence of foreign interference, which he says he's going to put forth in these, in the J6 trial, to me, that he has every right then to combat that how he sees fit. I, I do not see anything like continuity of government less constitutional than somebody being installed as president via election fraud by a foreign country. And I don't see it as any less constitutional than anything Lincoln did. And I think the problem is what he found out, and this is why the January 6th trial, that might be immiscible. And I, no, I, this is where my confusion lies, is that how is it, do you know if it's even immiscible? immiscible? Like, how did they gain that evidence? How was that recorded? Where did they get it from? Like what, it, just because you have the evidence doesn't mean that a court can use it in a trial, unfortunately. Like it or not, that's this country. I, I mean, if, if somebody, you're out there manufacturing meth in your house and somebody kicks a door in without a warrant uh, and, and, and arrests you and bring all that and they didn't have a warrant to kick your door in, you're going to be loving that law. Right? You're going to live it in that It sucks war. that they're not going to jail, but that's why you know, we have, we have their the protections. Right. Those are the protections. And so the problem is, is that I don't, I, I, I don't know. Right. I, I, I think Who's we both agree. I don't know him. It says uh, John Human. John if Trump did nothing. Just human. Just human. Then he failed as president and he he failed to honor his oath to the constitution if he did nothing and we neither one of us think he did nothing we think he did a lot of things and i don't and, and for him to do nothing again he's not a dictator he's not a dictator of the country he's not like it or not he's not a dictator so he as president we say this all the time as you know and nixon even said this when i say so it is law right and and we we were all against that you, not even as president, are above the law. You're not above the law, right? This is something that we've established. We all agree upon, unless your guy's losing, then you, ch you can change that. But if what he has or the information he has would not have been admissible into a court because of the way, it got, the way they got it, should he be allowed to use it? No. You're not above the law. Yes. And those they they are they are in EOs. They're in NSPMs that we can't see. Maybe they're in Peds. We don't know, but maybe. Um, but we don't think he just walked away without doing anything and just said, "Oh well, I tried, couldn't make it happen." Yeah, I actually think he did. I think he walked. I think he put stuff in order that he that that basically he he hoped he hoped his administration would back him on, and when they didn't back him on it, there was nothing he could do about it. Then you have the MAGA people, mm -hmm. right? Now they're emotionally charged. Correct. And they want a dictator. They do. They and want they want that dictator to be Trump. They want him to be Trump.
we've had this discussion. You can see it in these people, the way they talk. Correct. They want him to come in. And, and, and they want Trump to drain the swamp and get rid of everybody and, and hang them at, at Gitmo. No, that's that's we, we I can tell you who that guy is. And I've actually re- I had an interview with uh, she Van Fleet and that guy's called Mao. And the interview that I did just check this out. I did. I just found this out. The interview that I did with she Van Fleet. She was just on um, Glenn Beck. She's been on Tucker Carlson. She just wrote a book. She used the outline from the interview that I did with her and wrote it and, and, and wrote a book. That's fantastic. I'm going to repost. I'm going to repost um, the video. But she basically took that. Um, and, and I'm glad she did because she tells the story of Mao. She tells the story of what happens when countries get dictators, when countries do cultural revolution, when they come the in. These people don't care as long as it aligns with what they want. Correct. Like Christianity should be the only acceptable religion in the United States. Correct. Uh, conservative values are the only accepted value in the United States. Correct. And they think that oh that's okay that's good, but what you're doing is is you're a dictatorship. Yes. You're telling everybody else that doesn't want to be. You're telling the Catholic or you know what I mean like yeah. uh, the Pope, the the Pope or whatever. Your religion is a no-go. So it's like both sides are pushing for a dictatorship. They are. 100%. And then there's the people in the middle that question everything. Correct. Right? That have a moral compass. And we're, and we're really bad. Yeah. We're stalkers. We're yeah, stalkers. we're stalkers. We're trying yeah. to overthrow the government. I've been called antichrist. Yeah. And, and, and Chris Paul, uh, I am your moderator, he's a little bitch. Because I, we're at a point now where it's like, this is the people that want to say this stuff, but when I'll push back and say, whoa, 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 you're looking for a dictator, you're looking for this, you're looking for that, um, and he's just like, oh, uh, you know, I don't talk to stupid people. You're a stalker. I'm a stalker? Dude, this is, all you do is stalk politicians and public figures, but when I do it back to you, I'm a stalker. Um, Who is this guy I, that said that? That was Chris Paul. He's not, I'm going to do a show, I'm probably on him next week. Oh, might be next week. You'll love it. I think that he tried to do something or did success, did do something or many things that one avoided a civil war two put into place guardrails, as you put it, that will get us through this time period that we're in. I don't think Trump is still president. I don't think he. Here's what I want you to listen to, because this is a completely fucking change. And I want you to listen to this. He just said, I don't think Trump is is still the president. He uh, is like secretly running the country in some way. But I also don't think that Joe Biden is fully in charge. Okay. Joe Biden is God, not. That's stupid. Joe Biden is the president. Is he fully in charge and making every single decision? No president no president does. No president does. They have think tanks. They have analysis. They have uh, people that come in and advisors. Help they have advisors. They have Congress and senators. They have secretaries of state. They have secretaries of defense. No president sits there and makes every single decision in regard. And they to have legal country. parameters, and they, that they can't violate. Correct. So, do I think Joe Biden's the president? Yes. Is he, he is. making presidential decisions? Based on probably his advisors that come in and say, I think this is the route we should go. Yes. Well, if cookies and cream on a waffle cone or in a Correct. bowl is a presidential decision. 
Correct. And, yes. and, and that is, I do believe that that's, like it or not, that's what's happening. No, Trump did not make all the decisions and they were all his ideas and they were all his say. No, advisors came to him and said, this is what I think we should do. Now, there's probably some he said yes, and there's probably some he said no. But I can tell you a ton of things he did wrong logistically in regards to COVID, in regards to the trade war. I can give you examples of the bad decision making that he made. Now, do I blame him? No, because I don't think he he made those decisions. I think the FMCSA were making those decisions and people and, and, and um, advisors in regards to logistics didn't think about the stuff, but I don't, you, you, there, it doesn't make every single decision. You fucking idiot. So what you're saying is mustachio here. Yeah. I know what he's talking about. No, I just think that they, they blow it out of proportion. Like they think that the president's job is to make every single decision that happens every single day for the amount of time that they're in the office. So they want a dictatorship. They do. They're looking for a dictatorship or they think that the presidency is a dictatorship. And it's so then let me ask you this question. Yeah. How is the Trump supporters? Yeah. Any better than the left extremists? Well, they're not. It's a complete circle and they're, they're back to back. Is what they are. I mean, they're so they've gone a complete circle where they're standing back to back, and they don't even know it. Welcome to the fence sitters club. Correct, pretty much. We're the only sane ones left. Yeah, because there's just so many contradictions and there's so many odd things around this administration and things that just don't line up with what you would expect from a Biden administration. That now. I've explained this too. He, the, the guy's old and he screws up when he says stuff. I'm old and I screw up when I say stuff. It's not what I meant. And I'll, it'll come out, and I'm like, oh, let me fix that. Like, when Joe Biden came out and somebody asked him if they would defend Taiwan, and he said yes. Well, that's not the actual answer. There's an actually treaty involved that is actually written down that was passed by Congress that is a law that says we're going to do what we're going to do everything we could possibly do before we go to war or defend them with that before, right? And, I, and I'll do a whole show on that. He screwed up when he said, yes, we'll defend them. Right. What he should have said was, what does the treaty say that was signed in 1972? Read that to me. And, and I would have made I would have literally made the reporter read the treaty that was passed by Congress to law and said, what does that say? And then I would have said, that's what we'll do, because that's a treaty signed by law, put in law by Congress. Well, I understand. To really push this home, mustachio. Yeah. Saying, I, th I think Joe Biden's not. They've admitted on the media yeah. because of his incompetence or whatever you want to call it yeah. on certain that he has senior advisors that are making the decisions for him. Correct. This is a known thing. All Joe Biden is the president. Correct. Is he running everything 100%? No, probably more like 2%. Correct. There's people more qualified and uh, mentally there. Correct. That are making the decision. This is where the power of think tanks come in. This is where the power advisors come in. This is where this is normal. This is a normal. Well, it's not a completely normal presidency, but it's a normal presidency with an with a not normal president. Let's put it that way. It's a normal go. presidency with a not normal president. That's what we got. Here we go. It mean that either Joe Biden can't do what he would normally do or what you would expect to do, or it means that we have Joe Biden wrong one or the other. Um, so no, yeah. I, I don't know what Trump did. I just know he did something. And I, I was telling John before the show, I'm willing to enter, entertain the idea that Trump actually didn't implement 
evolution or continuity of government, but he made a bunch of changes to it just in case it was needed. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. He didn't introduce it. He didn't enact it. He didn't put it in play. He did say we got to do this just in case because, hey, we could be at war with China in, a, in another couple years. And I want to make sure we start the process of telling uh, how FEMA should respond in continuity government, how uh, Department of this uh, Transportation should respond in continuity government. He also, Trump created good policies that are still standing today. That's what yeah. presidents should do. Put in good policies that the next president says, yeah, that's good. I'm just going to tweak it a little bit or I'm just, that's, a, I'm, that's good just the way it is. That's policymaking. And that's what we want. And we don't have that. These guys all think that, well, as soon as the Republican comes in, we're going to change all the policies and make it this way. You don't want that. You want policies to be able to stand on their own. And right, these, John. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. that would have been the, that when I stopped watching the guy. Yeah. But here's where it gets. I want you to listen to this. This is where I I immediately. uh, Let me explain. Hang on. Go. And that he did all these NSPMs and other things that would make sure that some of the efforts that had been begun under his administration were continued into this one. Um, And that was his means of trying to safeguard the country and get us through this time. I personally, and I said this before, as someone who thinks that the Q operation is a patriot operation that is connected to Trump and that Trump is Q+. I think the phrase that comes out of the Q drops that the military is the only way is a reference to devolution. That's my belief. And I think what they were getting at is that we're going to have to involve the military in a way that protects the country during this time period while all the corruption is cleaned out. What corruption are you cleaning out? Like if you think you got to bring the military in to clean out the corruption, Talking about martial law. You're talking about martial law. So what you're doing is you're saying, you know what? No one is no longer going to give a fair trial. No one's innocent till proven guilty in a court of law. Constitution shit. Fuck that. Everybody now is going to be all. We're going to drain the swamp without crim, without trials, without evidence, without uh, you know proper procedure, and we're just going to get rid of all the corruption. Define corruption. Define corruption. Define it. What, what is your, your now your standard of enough corruption for you to basically put them on the rope? At, at the end of the day, it just sounds like these people, they want the complete dismantling of American government. And they don't even know it. And they, and they don't, re- that's what you're saying, though. Right. Because there's no way to do anything you're suggesting. Correct. Without causing absolute chaos. Correct. Like, hey, uh, I'm the mayor of a town, and I was doing 60 in a 55, and a cop pulls me over, and he, he realizes I'm the mayor, and he just says, hey, I, oh, you're the mayor? Slow down. You're doing 60. It's a 55, sir. Corruption! Hang him! Uh, yeah. He got away yeah. with it. That cop didn't, that cop didn't enforce that five-mile-an-hour speed limit. Three-quarters of the nation didn't comply with uh, CDC mandates. Correct. Corruption. So you're, you're going to say, let's implement martial law. Martial law. It, it, Military it will industry. be blood in the streets. Got you, you guys have no idea. And why we're doing martial law here 
Um, you don't want, I, I think people are like, we want martial law. We want the military on the street. No, Yay! you don't. No, they don't. No, you don't. No, they don't. You guys can barely deal with wearing masks. Now I didn't wear a mask. I, 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 I I'm not, not condemning anybody against it. Exactly. But, you, but, but yeah. you, you guys could barely deal with the restrictions of a mask. Do you really think you guys are all going to want the, distri- the restrictions, the curfews, the, the, the portioning of foods, the rationing if martial law comes into play? Really? And you know what? That's a great point, Sage, because really? these mandates were actually a soft example of what martial law would be. Correct. But it would be much worse. You can't leave your house. If you do leave your house, you can't drive your, you know, whatever it may be. Correct. So you're going to have a bunch of non-compliant people. Correct. These guys just don't make any sense. Make I don't no think sense. they understand. They don't. Here we go. Here's the part. And we're going to get into the part that really pissed me off. As you oh, can tell. Jesus. Really? Yeah. And while Biden has been president, yeah, more and more corruption keeps on getting exposed. Some people keep some corrupt people keep on getting indicted. Um, there's been a ton of top Chinese agents who have been arrested and indicted. There's been a ton of Russian and Ukrainian swamp creatures who have been sanctioned. We're doing that because we're at war. We are literally in a proxy war with both China and Russia through Ukraine. So we are preparing for a possibility of it getting worse. So you, you hush, Sage. I know. It's all kinetic. I know. You see this stuff not because Trump is doing it in the background. It's because we. it's now becoming more. They're pushing the boundaries more. They're literally pushing the espionage boundaries more because they know that it, we're getting closer and closer to a possible conflict. We cut China off. We're no longer buying from China. Uh, um, she basically came here and begged us to buy from them. I mean, at this point, this is where they're at. Their economy is collapsing. That we know it, and it it leads to it leads to conflict. Hang on. It seems like the swamp draining is international, and that the swamp draining has accelerated under Biden. Um. So, I, I, the the fake news narratives and the the legit news narratives that are out there are all trying to convince people that we're doomed and that this is such a bad time and everything's falling apart. What, what, did he just say the swamp draining has intensified under Biden? He did. Could mm-hmm. that just be? Culture? It could be. And, and and a lot of it is um, COVID. Like I said, a lot of it is, is COVID is uh, uh, causing potential problems in more corruption. Right? COVID and the shutdown and the reamping up, it, it, we see it everywhere. It, people got loans who shouldn't have got loans. With I, I took no PPP. I took no e, uh, EDL money. Yeah, I took did, none yeah. of that. But you saw people that were buying Lamborghinis with that. You see people that were using that corruption, right? And you are part of the problem. I am. I am part of the problem. No, them. Oh. Yeah, them. Now, listen, this is where it gets good. We're not going to survive another day with Joe Biden as president. But the more you dig, the more you find good things happening. And those things are connected to efforts that were begun under the Trump administration. Many of them were. So whatever Trump did... No, those are things that that also were, were were being done before Trump. Before, I mean, Trump. Right, but using their argument, yeah, Joe Biden's actually doing the will of Trump, allegedly. Yeah. Well, that's what he just said. Yeah. Things that Pretty are much. good happening now. Correct. Well, then that would mean that Biden is letting it happen. Yeah. Good for Biden. Don't make me like Biden. I think it was successful in that it avoided civil war and it continued the swamp draining. It continued. Uh, to protect our country so that we can get through this time period. I, I would have liked it if Trump would have been sworn sworn in on January 20th, 2021. 
and we have got would have gotten a back-to-back Trump term. And I'll, t- you know what? Here we go. I'll take some blame here for the idea that uh, that is popular in the community that Trump is still president. Because I do from time to time joke around about how Trump got first term, Devo term, and then second term. And I've been calling this time period we're in Trump's Devo term. And I have fun doing that. No, he's not doing it out of fun. He's doing that for views. He's giving missive. And this is where, John, this is where the shit that I am legitimately going to clip this out right here. What am I at? I'm at uh, 147. I'm going to clip this out right here, and I'm going to send this to John, 147. Because on John's media, of, of Badlands Media, he allowed lies and misinformation to be put out as a media channel. He allowed this guy here. John was saying the same thing. Now everybody's doing the freaking moonwalk and backing it up because you have people saying, like Flynn coming out saying, no, this is bullshit. They're finding out that uh, this is getting harder and harder to carry because it's not happening nothing's going through and people are basically you know not starting to believe it you shitbags push this narrative for views you pushed it for views you carried it as long as you as you could and now you're moonwalking this shit back to cover your own asses because right there he said oh i had a good time doing it did you have a good time because you brainwashed how many fucking hundreds of thousands of people how many hundreds of thousands of people did you brainwash with your good time, shitbag? How much, how much backlash do you think he'll get from the right side dictatorship for just saying that? They won't, because this was hidden way at the end of the freaking video. Right? Oh, they won't watch that far. Nobody's going to give a shit about that, him saying this now. But is he coming out and doing a correction? Is he coming out and saying, look, we need to correct this? Now, hang on, hang on. This is where... Uh, we'll put him in the short term. Yeah, I'm going to. really believe that Trump is president right now. And I don't literally believe that Trump has some sort of control over the United States military or the executive branch right now. That's not what your channel pushes. That's not what other people push on your media group. That's not what you were pushing uh, weeks ago, months ago. That's not what your movement pushes. That's not what any of you were saying because you were getting a ton of views. When people like me don't get any views because it's not the hopium. It's not what you want to hear. You want to hear Trump's in charge. You want to hear there's a mission, uh, uh, a person on a mission. You don't want to hear the guy come out and say, look, uh, nobody's worried about BRICS. BRICS is not going to be a big deal. The two main countries of BRICS is China and Russia, and both of them are in economic problems right now. Uh, so I don't think we have to worry about BRICS currency when China and Russia's economy is collapsing. No big fear here. But nobody wants to listen to this shit. Nobody. They want to listen to the, the shit that they were pushing. And this is where John's a piece of crap. John is, John is a piece of crap. Yeah, fuck you, John. I mean, this is because now you've you've pushed people over the edge. You've pushed people into misinformation as the two truth, as the alternate news, as the one pushing the truth. And I don't give a shit who listens to this. I don't care. If you're listening to Badlands Media, you better listen to them as entertainment. Because I'll call I'm gonna start calling out every one of their freaking lies on their shows with receipts and proof and evidence, just like I always have. And nobody Well, when you get all your headlines from satire sites. Yeah. I mean I mean, listen. And if he did, yeah. it wouldn't be devolution. <laughs> like it wouldn't yeah, be I mean, continuity the, the of government. Definition of devolution is him devolving his authority. That's why I say yeah. Hume is more of an. That's what devolution is. You 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 literally give up you 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 give up your authority. Like, hey, uh, I'm gonna go get. I'm the president. I'm gonna go give surgery, and I'm gonna be unconscious underneath anesthesia. So I'm gonna go ahead and do. I'm gonna devolve my authority to the vice president. 
He didn't dev- he didn't devolve his authority. He was elected out. Fairly or not, he was elected out. Okay? I mean, that's where we're at right now. He, he, how do how do people get so big as podcasters when they don't understand literally fourth grade social studies? I don't and know how this they lie. The electoral process works. They lie and they tell people what they want to hear and the people want to listen to this. And then you have people not paying their mortgages because they have, they think they're getting all this money and they think that the government and, and they're getting the SARA and they think that pre- Trump's the president when Trump's even admitted that he's, he's not. This is a mess. It's literally yeah. stupidity. And this is, like I said, I'm going to cut this out and put this to the forefront. Advisor, right? Like, yeah. Is he an advisor? Probably. But there are hundreds of advisors. There are hundreds of people. Now, is he an advisor? Maybe not as much because they're probably not coming to him because they don't like him. But were his policies that he put in place good enough to stand alone? Yes. So those policies are still in play. And these numbnuts think that he's still in play because the policies that he put in play are still in play. That's what you want you want po- you don't want policies that only stand two years until somebody's elected somebody news elected and that person kicks them out you don't want that you want consistency you want consistency in government you want consistency in freight you want consistency in business so when there's consistency there's probably policies since reagan that made it all through obama through clinton through bush through now that's what you want. Hmm. Listen. Um, the guardrails which allowed him to step away. And, it, and this is another thing too, like yeah. if he if he truly did see foreign interference in an election and he was the he was duly elected, yeah, had every authority to do something, I don't think he would have walked away unless he had cemented some form for him to return in. Like, you know, right. like that's a huge risk. You don't walk away from something with a question mark on like, well, I did, you know, I did all this stuff and I'll be back. Like, so we don't know. Yes, yes, you do. Unfortunately, you do. As a police, as a law enforcement officer, if I screw up, I look, I have, might have to walk away from a criminal that committed murder because I screwed up my investigation. Because I entered without a warrant. Because I didn't read him his Miranda rights. Y- 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 there are mistakes that allow guilty people to fucking walk. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Doesn't matter if you're the freaking president. That's how the system works. No one man stands on top of us. No one man can stand on top of the Constitution and declare himself more important. Just can't do it. You're innocent until proven guilty. And, and, and we've had judges and we have this stuff that goes through that basically says, look. If you got this information illegally, you can't use it in court. It doesn't matter. Now, you can be ready for the next time and make sure you get it lawfully the next time. But it doesn't matter. And I, don't, I think Trump found out that nobody was going to back him. Nobody was just going just gonna to do what he said to do. And this is coming out with some of the recordings. Nobody was just going to say, yeah, I'll do that for you, Trump. Because they figured out that they're going to like, look, I'm not going to put my life on the line. I'm not going to put Even my career. Even Canada knows that law and accepts it. Correct. I mean, I truly believe people that said, I'm not going to put my career on the line to make this decision with you. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. We can't stop. We can't just leave you in office and and hope for the best. Like it or not, 
if a football team wins the game illegally, they cheated, right? They still won the game at that point. They, they won it by cheating, but they still won the game, right? You got to go back and prove that, that they didn't. You, you just can't say, no, we're, we're going to say we won, and we're going to take the Super Bowl trophy until you can prove that you didn't cheat. Right? So basically, they knew to accept all these events were unfortunate. Correct. But you got to get over it. Yeah, at this point. Joe Biden's in power. Trump's not. Uh, yeah, at this point, it, it was one of those things that, and again, you still have to prove without a shadow of a doubt in court, in court, that there actually was cheating. You can't just say it in this country. You can't just say there was cheating. We got all the evidence. That's good enough. Can't, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Hey, you know what? You're guilty of murder. We got all the evidence. We say it. We're going to go ahead and, and execute you. No. Nope. Still has to go to court. Still has to go to court and still has to be presented in front of a judge and there still has to be rules of law and there still has to be proof for that. You can't just say it and make it so. Not in this country. And that is a big deal. And I, 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 I truly believe Trump thought he could say it and make it so. And he found out that, no, we can't. This was going to have to go to court. So well, there's a little bit of, and I've had this discussion with you. Yeah. And this is, if you remember, why I didn't Fruit want to cover tree politics. Yeah. Huh? Fruit of the poisonous tree. That's the one I was looking at. I couldn't remember what it was. Thank uh, you. Go ahead. But I mean, a lot of it's Trump's ego, too. He's a very, I say he's a bad guy, but yeah, he's. Uh, who was I watching that just did that? That's got him in a lot of trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just, it, and this shit needs to stop. I, I say this all the time. Well, don't you believe it? Don't you believe that there is, do you really believe he got 81 million votes? It doesn't matter what I believe. It doesn't matter what I believe. Can you prove it in a court of law? Can you prove it? Where's show me the trial. Show me the trial. Show me the evidence in a court of law with, with lawyers and, and 12 jury. It doesn't matter if I believe somebody's guilty or innocent. It doesn't yeah, matter. Training day, Denzel Washington. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Correct. And so for me, it's like it, it doesn't matter. Prove it in a court of law. That's what this country requires. And I, I took an oath to the Constitution. And the Constitution, sorry, proven court. Right. Proven court. Exactly, John. Yeah, I think. All right. So that's our, that's our purpose now. We got to do away with, not do away, but there's got to be objections to people like Yeah, this. there's got to be conversations, and they're welcome to come on. And anytime I will openly offer any type of um open discourse, you know, and, and res respectful discourse, right? I will offer any type of respectful discourse, conversations, debate uh, to, to, to have these conversations. But what I won't do is allow you to stand on large platforms, dictating, uh, spewing stupidity. And then once your stupidity starts to run out, you start to backtrack and say, that's not what I meant. Now, here we go. Well, that plays out, but I also kind of take responsibility. Not, I don't think it's because I've, I've tried to be very clear in how I view this and I've, always try to state that I don't know how this specifically plays out, right? There, there isn't a single piece of paper stating everything we, we want to believe. Um, there's just a bunch of pieces of circumstantial evidence. And I've tried to like piece that together in my series. We talk about on the show, but there are other people out there that talk as if they do know, and they misinterpret things and they make claims like Trump is still president and still commander in chief. 
and I get taking these stupid effing videos all the time. Like, oh, did you see this? Uh, Trump is still commander in chief because of the Military Justice Act of, or yeah, Military Justice Act of 2017. Uh, it, go read it. It specifically states that Trump is still your president, like, or still commander in chief, the Military Justice Act. Go look at the Military Justice Act, the, the National Defense Authorization Act of 2017. Mm -hmm. Doesn't say commander in chief in there one time. Like, th th those claims are completely unsubstantiated. And it's uh, that's that's where the harm comes from. Like these other people yeah. who have, I, in my opinion, taken my work, hijacked it, perverted it. Like the guy sitting next to you, John. Yeah, could it be shit guys have said? I mean, the guy sitting next to you just admitted that he did it. The one on your show, right next to you. Mustachio. He just said that he did it, and he had fun with it. Yeah. Made him a lot of money. I mean, it's, it's it, look, man, if you, if it's someone like, like me where I'm like, look, I, I, I can't admit that, that. That's not true. This is what I, you know, but he didn't. He's got guys on his show, and one of them is sitting right next to you. And then you're like, well, that's where, that's where the dishonors come from. That's where the damage is done. That's where the, you mean the guy next to you on your show, on your channel, like that guy right there? I mean, how far do you got to go? How far do you got to go to see the damaging people? Oh, right next to you. Just about, I mean, it, here we go. It's, they, it gets steam. Like, people want to believe this stuff. Like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But when you, when you start making those things and then it becomes things you can't actually prove and it gets debunked. And that's the stuff that's easy to debunk. Some of these claims that are out there, they're easy to debunk. I can look at a lot of that stuff and be like, yeah, that's not true. That's not what that document says. I can literally debunk him. I can debunk him with documents and, and stuff like that, but I'm not the person he wants to have on. He'd rather have the guy next to him that says, well, I'm doing it for fun. And, or that interpretation is wrong. Like there are people who are misinterpreting stuff and yeah. So I take responsibility too. Maybe we need to be harsher about like fighting back and pushing back against that stuff. But I also don't like getting in the mud with these people. Right. And there's the problem. I love this. It's like, well, if you push back or you counter or you debate or you disagree, you're getting in the mud with these people. No. No, you're correcting misinformation. You're correcting misinformation. You said this. John, you said this. I can prove that that's not true. If you truly are, if you truly are a researcher or you truly are trying to be legitimate with your media, then you're going to have to push back with the people that are lying. You know, he, he didn't want to get in with the mud with that people who stole his work and twisted it. Because why? Why didn't he want to get in the mud? Why didn't he want to jump out and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. If somebody stole the information I was putting out there and twisted it, I would immediately jump on and say, no, no. That's not what I, if anybody jumped into logistics and said, Sage has said this and this and this and this, nope, show me that video because I'll be on that dude's channel and I'll be like, oh, that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. That's not even close to it. Not even possible. Why? Because I'm not going to, I don't need to get the views associated with the bullshit. I'd rather put out the honesty. I'd rather put out what, what, how it actually works. So if you're going to go ahead and twist my shit, you, uh, guess what? On a, on a professional level, let's throw some mud. Let's, I'll pull you in and do a debate. I will throw your name out there. Like, I, I might go live every single day saying, still waiting for John. Just do a video for five minutes that says, still waiting for John, still waiting for John to debate. I mean, this is the problem that it, it's not mudslinging when you are putting out misinformation. The only thing we have, we are in such dire need of, 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 of reality right now and truth and, and real information that if you are not out there, 
correcting it, if you are not out there cleaning the mud off the damn vehicle that's throwing the mud, it ain't mudslinging. It's cleaning the mud off. I can legitimately go out with anybody that says something in, in logistics and say, bro, you're throwing mud. Let me clean this mud for you because this is the truth. This is, and here's my proof and here's my evidence and here's the reality of it. But anytime you go at these guys, anytime you bring this to them, it's the same shit. It's the same. You're a stalker. Well, because it's bad for their views, money, donations. If, if they have, if they have you on where you can directly challenge them in a live stream. Yeah. They risk more than just losing an argument. Correct. They know that. Right? Yeah. And, they, and they, don't uh, want, they don't want somebody as loud as me to be able to come on there and say, well, let, let, let's, let me. Because when I don't know, I go out and find PhD professionals, doctors, somebody to explain it to me because I, I want to learn. It's not. I, I just don't feel it viewed as a good use of my time. Especially these days. I'm just so freaking busy. Mudslinging is not on my to-do list. I would rather... I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think we put forth our work in a way that we try to do it with integrity as best we can. We you don't. You don't. The guy next to you just said he didn't. The guy sitting next to you, John, just said he didn't. He put Sounds like there. a plea to me. Yeah. It, it, it sounds is, like for the past however many years I've been out here slinging mud. Yeah. But now I don't want any backlash. Correct. That's, That's what, what that sounded like to me. This is the moonwalk. They're moonwalking back their shit. Hope you guys recognize that. And we hope people are eventually drawn to that. Like they'll see through the bullshit elsewhere and get drawn to this. But I get taken constantly and like people getting back and forth on Twitter. And, mm-hmm. and again, like, oh, Trump's an infamous cog. Well, did you see executive order 39 or uh, 13848? Well, like, yeah, that's not proof. And they're right. That's not proof. Stop using that right. as a proof. That's not proof. Like it's stuff like that. And it just, it gives, it breaks my heart a little bit. It's like, I want to get here and be like, I just come on my show, man. I can explain all this to you haters. I will come on your show. Bring yeah, me on your there show. You go. Explain yeah. it to me. Explain it to me anytime. And I'll, I'll explain it just like I did. But I would take a, take a long time. But anyway, whatever. Yeah, I mean, the impetus for us bringing this up is that we both, particularly John, but we both get tagged in all sorts of stuff trying to get us involved in conversations defending positions we don't actually hold. <laughs> and 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 then he gets correct. There's a problem. At but one time, did. he did hold that position. He said it. He said, I did say this. I enjoyed it. So you did hold that position and you said it to people. You know what you need to do? Make a short showing that clip him say, which you clipped it out. And yeah. then you raising your hand. I'd love to come on. Yeah. Look, because you're uh, trying to backpedal out of the, the chaos you caused. Right. Look, um, uh, you know, Trump's the president and I think he's the person in power. And I don't. It, uh, oh, did you see me crossing my fingers? See, I was all lying there. It was just a trick. <laughs> I, it's just it's shit. really confusing because everybody's talking past one another and you're being assigned beliefs and opinions that you don't actually have. And so you got to, like, undo all of that before you can even have a straight back and forth, good faith discussion with someone. And it gets tiring and frustrating because as researchers, you just want your, your work to stand on its own. And if people are interested in what you think about something, then they go and look at your work. But of course the for you tab on, on the site formerly known as Twitter is full of nothing but misinformation and disinformation 24 seven. And Oh, it's, it gets really frustrating guys. So like, what do you think their Zoom meeting look like in recent days? 
well, guys, our numbers are down. Um, no, I think that's not all for this. No, I, I think that, hey, Flynn's coming out, and these people are going to get pissed, and this is coming to an end, and they're going to come with pitchforks and take us down. We meet a board agenda. Yeah, abort agenda. Abort agenda. Uh, uh, you know, smooth, backpedal. Smooth criminal. I mean, it, it's it's this is this is what uh, I'm trying to say. To clarify some of these things about Dev, Devo and Cog, because we're we have our theories, but our theories are based on open source information that we've looked at, and we're asking the question: Really, what does this stuff mean? Why did Trump do the things? Who are you asking? I think there's the problem. It's like who. Uh, if you're looking at this and you're saying, what does this mean? Who are you asking? You're, who they're asking is whoever gives them the views, right? When they say, yeah. oh, who are you asking? It's like, who? Well, I, I'm asking, what does this mean? Well, I'm going to say this because this is getting me more views than this. Like, I'm, who the hell are you asking? Like, you Who's partial to what we've been doing? Correct. We're asking you. Correct. Like I have, I have brought on think tank doctors. I have brought on uh, PhDs. I brought, I have done, I have interviewed the same people Tucker Carlson and Glenn Beck have interviewed. I've interviewed people who are on Fox news, Rebecca Koffler, and those don't get views. And it, and it's because the problem is, is that people don't, the people who get views are the ones that give the hopium that give the drug that give the injection of the feel good. People don't want to learn. Like you go ahead and check anything on YouTube. You see educational channels Not all of them. Some of them are better with like, you know, the editing and stuff, but compared to some of the truther movement, they don't get views. They don't get views. Like you could watch a seminar. I've watched seminars for logisticals and um, presidential things and things like that. And they've had speakers on and, and stuff like that. And they've got, you know, 400 views. Right. And then you'll put somebody on like this and he'll get 10,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 views. And it's like, we're just asking questions. Well, maybe it's the, the mustache. Is, it's gotta be. It's the mustache. It's, it's the mustache. Be. It has nothing to do with intellect. Because if they're, and, and I think that's the problem. Who are you asking the questions to? He did, especially in the last six months, last six weeks of his presidency. What do they mean? And if what, and to quote Trump, if the allegations about Joe Biden are true, he can't be president. So if they're true, which most of us think they are, at least to a large extent and a significant extent, then what did Trump do? Our best. You're right about the fraud. Joe Biden can't be president. I thought you were if we, if, 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 he used the word, if we are right about the fraud, Joe Biden can't be president. He didn't say there's fraud, Joe Biden can't be, if, the word if was there. And the word if was there is because it would have to go to trial and it would have to be proven in a court of law. And then you have proof. You have evidence Turning to proof. And a little bit of deniability later. And deniability later. And, and this is this is the problem that I have. And this is where these guys are pump were pumping that out. And then all of a sudden, as they start to get caught in their lies, as more people start to come and say, you know what the fuck you're talking about. Even General Flynn comes out and says, and I think that was a big factor. I mean, basically Flynn coming out. All these dummies that all these dummies that all these dummies that and basically saying all these dummies <laughs> that came out and in regards to the thinking that the military's in charge, these guys are all backtracking. 
They're all backtracking because when they keep on their, their narrative and it starts to get to the point where it's like, Hey, um, you lied. This is all bullshit. Then they're doomed. They're doomed. And, and I don't know what to tell you. There there you go. Good. That's perfect. So you got that right there. So if it's true, then what might Trump have done and some form of continuity of government along with the other NSPMs that we don't know what they say, it seems pretty plausible to us that Trump utilized those powers to try and set things up so that the country would survive. No, what Trump did was try to do something that nobody else, basically everybody else was like, yeah, we're good. He didn't have enough pull. He didn't have enough pull to pull people into believing that. He didn't. And, and, and that's the case. That's the end of it. He didn't have it. He wanted to do this. He was going to do this. And he's like, who's with me? And... That's basically what happened. Crickets. Who's with me? And it didn't happen. And then no. Pence went in there and certified the, certified the votes, with the, uh, certified the electors. And it was... It was done from there. It was, I mean, it, it, it's like I said. Damn you, Michael Pence. Exactly. And Son I, of a I, bitch. I it, this is the problem that we have. But this is where these guys are come out with bullshit. And the guy sitting right next to you, John. Oh, maybe it's my fault. Uh, you know, no, you know, this is where the damage was done. I mean, like from the guy sitting next to you, the guy sitting next to you is the one who said, he enjoyed saying Trump was, you know, on his second term right now. And he that and he's probably dropped more. If I went back and probably pulled the shit that he was saying, he had a good time with it. And money. And money and views because that's what sells. That's what pushes stuff. That's what's being said. And and when it comes down to it, they're like, "Yeah, I just don't want to throw mud. It's not throwing mud." I, I know what'll help our views. I need that voice Which one? from like gangland. You know the voiceover. Which voiceover? The one where it's like, you know what I mean? No, not that. One. I need that. No, no. I don't know which where my voice thing is. Hang on. I think that would help our views. Just saying. I don't know. All I have is this one. Or this one right here. That's good. Now you're anonymous. Nobody knows who you are. Yeah. Now I'm anonymous, and nobody knows who the hell I am. I couldn't find my voice switchers, but God bless look, it. I, I just. And it, 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 uh, there's some dumb stuff being said. And like I said, and we're going to talk about other stuff like this. When we talk about the military and, and everything else and trying to survive in the streets of military, you know, control and, and it's not what we want. Oh, it's, it, you guys don't. Anyways, I'll save that for. Well, we need show. to cover that. We, that's what we. Yeah. I think what we need to do at this point. Yeah. What we're doing here on the other channel, bring people reality. What would a lot of these scenarios really be like? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if it's going to work. I think I'm with you a little bit on that stage. I think it's it's going to fall on deaf ears for, for the most part. Yeah, pretty uh, much. People, yeah. Pretty much. All right. I think we end this one here. Um, but again, I'll have to cut this off because I didn't know we were going to go on a tangent in the beginning. So I didn't know. I didn't know you were going to take us down vampire lane. His mustache is nice, though. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of him. Um, I'm going to turn him off. Let me turn this off here. Um, 
And then we fixed the audio. Thank God we were able to fix the audio on yes. there. And I once you once you told me about OBS, I I'm like, up. Oh, I know what it is. Well, this was kind of a test run anyway. It was like, yeah. So this is going to come moment. down. This ain't going to stay up on this channel. This is going to go on to the other channel, which I'll give you a link to the other channel. You're welcome to subscribe to it. If you're not going to watch, uh, you don't don't have to subscribe. But if you're if you're interested in watching, uh, let me do this real quick. I think we'll have some interesting stuff over there. Yeah. So it's going to go over on that channel um in regards to stuff like this so logistics is going to stay on this channel i only wanted to do it to put it over onto that channel um and of course it'll be on my rumble channel also so it'll be over on youtube on this one and it'll be on rumble channel um that's going to be also so i do want to thank everybody for swinging in and like i said i'm going to cut this up and um if, if you guys know anything about badlands media or you know anything about john send it to him because we i mean you, you want to bitch and complain about the damage well the guy sitting next to you is the one who was also doing damage you know you were also talking about you know devolution and all this other stuff and it's not it's just this is a normal presidency well with a unnormal president and in, in, in a possible time of uh, global conflict. That's yeah. what this is. I, this is. And you're just, people are just seeing it more. It's like you go out and you buy a, a blue CRV, right? Or CV, what's your car called? CVR? CRV. CRV. Well, I've been talking to him about his CRV. Now I see more CRVs. I just notice it more, right? So we're all just noticing stuff more. But this, it, it, lots of this stuff happens. There's always been advisors. There's always been think tanks. There's always been things that, that happen that no president makes all the decisions on his own. He just doesn't. Lots of decisions are made, and the president says, yeah, that sounds good. And, or they step in, they say, no, let's not do that. And, and that's just some of the stuff that they have to hear. So, All right, so I'm going to go ahead, and we're going to sign off. I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick you out. You ready to leave? Anything you want to say? Yeah, check out the new channel, and uh, check us out doing what we just did today in the future yeah we're just gonna stay more, try, we'll, i'll try to stay more on topic next time because we'll have a specific topic this one was a throw together one i was gonna do by myself and cam's like oh come on i'm like all right let's do it so besides that we'll be a little bit more set up and we'll have all the audio set up more properly so all right i'm gonna see you guys later let me uh kick him off let me uh kick me off uh let's do this and uh oh. and slowly fade away into the sunset yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, pardon me and my tone. You can't step to my throne. They ain't working like me. I did this on my own. You ask him where we been, huh? I don't know where to begin, huh? All this dirt on my skin. I just came here to win.